0: Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. I'm Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And this is, apparently, episode 23. Thanks for pointing it out. 23. (laughs) It is. Uh, So this is a very special episode. I think for uh, a lot of you guys out there that are pretty sick of hearing about E3 stuff, then you're in for a a treat, Mm -hmm. because that's all we're going to fucking talk about.
1: With like half the quality of your regular publication. Yes, we're gonna really botch this with one. with no
0: fact checking or no. No, I we tried to like find a good list of everything that was like broken down conference by conference, and all that people want to do is like make a top five list <laughs> or
1: alphabetize all of it.
0: Yeah, because even journals are just like I, I fell asleep during the PSVR segment, so uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I I can't write anything about that. Spider Man looked cool. Yeah, I woke up for Spider Man <laughs> and then I went back to bed. Yeah. So yeah, as as such, we don't have any uh, I guess newsy shit to dish nope. on. We're gonna ditch typical format for this one, which was we were trying to work on typical format in the last episode, and now we're just out the window again. Yeah, we do that every like, other. It's, episode. it's gone. We, we, we'll
1: wild cards. The wild card. It's boys. boomerang.
0: It's gonna come. It's gonna find <laughs> its way back okay. eventually. Um, this is episode number two, to take place in Seattle. I don't know if you guys wanted to do like a subtitle to it, the the Seattle years. <laughs> <laughs> well, this could be season two. Yeah, this is season two. Yeah, okay. Seattle boys. Gotcha. Mm. Oh, the Seattle saga would have been. Oh, that would have been. Would have yeah. been on the money actually. Okay, well. The save room Seattle saga, like like. It's, it's a by, real saucerous. Written by Brian K Vaughan. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that, <that's
1: laughs> illustrated by Pia Guerra.
0: Nice. Um. So we got some E3 shit to talk on. We're a little late on it, especially by the time that this post. <laughs> but, but I thought we. Hey, what do you don't shake. Don't it. look at me like that. I'm looking. I'm not looking at anything. I was looking at our episode one fucking portrait. That's <laughs> not even set up on the wall. It's just chilling on the floor. <laughs> it is really great. Re- referencing Liam Neeson as he takes a swing at Buddy Boyo. Uh, what's his name again? Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Slaughter over there. Yeah. And then we got the guy from *Train Spotting* doing his best with the blue yeah. lightsaber. It's a good time there. Uh, a year behind, I brought this across the country with me. I was going to ditch it, but you're like, "No,
1: bring it. We'll put it up."
0: I just didn't understand why you would throw away art. Yeah, and
1: I had a cooler one.
0: Okay. It was like
1: the theatrical poster for Episode One, like much in the standard Star Wars, where you have like you know the the main characters up top, and then you have like some crazy set piece in the
0: middle, and then more characters on the side. Hey, hey, hey. yeah, yeah, hey, what? My other car is a Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Where's this amazing portrait? My other portrait is really cool, but I kept this one. (laughs) Oh. That's a good point, actually. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're always going on about how episode one is, like, the best one and that it gets too much hate. Despite it being it the does. best Star Wars. So,
1: my thing is, it's in my top, like, four or top five. I forget where exactly.
0: Which, your real placement is just <laughs> as inferior. Like, if you said it was number one, I'd be like, huh, you're in on some sort of joke. Yeah, yeah. And then I could, like, walk away from that just mm-hmm. thinking, like, he's being a funny haha. Okay. But for a man to look me in the eye and say it's, like, in my top four of the Star Wars films. Yeah.
1: Okay, get no get on my level here. Okay, so maybe I saw the re-releases well, when I, I was don't like think I can. when I was younger. Um, yeah, because they, they put them back in theaters before they put them on VHS again with like widescreen because they re-release them like every few years. Like I don't know, like mm. ninety eight widescreen, ninety nine theatrical version, whatever, whatever. Um, Fair. New THX sound, but like *Phantom Menace* was the first one that I actually saw in theaters. Like it was the first brand new one. I was and like, it felt like such
0: a cool experience. As you a you ten year fell old. in love with the, with the pod racing, the politics, and the politics the of Senate the, politics the underworld <laughs> of, of the Trade Federation, yeah. and, and you know, and you, you just <laughs> felt it. Like, well, what's his name? What's his Bilbo Baggins? Bilbo, uh, farfetched fetched. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar there Binks. <laughs> that one slipped me for a second. I uh, Jar Jar Binks with his, his tongue tricks. He had some. He I had mean, some. I, that was what I was doing. When I walked away from that showing, I was like, Mommy, the tongue <laughs> trick, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I took we so
1: much more away from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then nobody nobody can remember anything about Attack of the Clones except for the third act.
1: Uh, A lot of the mention of like Metachlorians And and all the science behind the force
0: Uh, Decapitated fucking Dooku What what was his name? Christopher Lee That's pretty crazy That's a way to start a film It's Like man you guys fell asleep During the opening (laughs) act of uh, episode one (laughs) Here wake up Who was that? <laughs> Everyone asks. Like, <laughs> he's like one of the one of the bad guys. I, I didn't yeah. I, I didn't I didn't see him before this. So, E3. Okay. <laughs> Who, I start I want to start before we jump into that. You want to go back into the Star Wars talk? No, no, no. no. Okay. I, I want
1: to talk to you Mano Yamano. What? Person on person.
0: Yeah, what do you want? Have have
1: you been doing, it, man? What do you what have you uh, been playing these days? What have you been getting down on? N- uh, nothing. Nothing. No. I got to I got to wet your whistle before we wet that one.
0: What what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an expression. I mm. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Um, I No, I, I was playing Dying Light. I've been doing a lot of Dying Light. Yeah. I don't know why I never finished that game, because it's, it's like the promise of Dead Island is actually realized mm-hmm. by Techland. And Dying Light's so much better. It's so, such a better game. It still it has its problems, especially when it comes to, like, repetitive tasks because you'll be doing a lot of the same things mm-hmm. as you go through the game but it's really fun the parkour is really good so that was like 15 bucks on the PSN sale because they're doing like the best of E3 sale which is weird because I guess they mean like best of E3 previous yeah. years because there's definitely no Dying Light 2 which no, I would have been kind of stoked on for sure but yeah, wh- whatever you know if that's in the wings cool or if Techland wants to make something else go ahead my That'd dog be cool.
1: you got me on that I bought the yeah, you did buy Enhanced it. Edition for 15
0: You did buy it, and, yeah. and and to celebrate your purchase, you promptly started playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't touched that
1: game since November. I'm in the middle of a lot of games, and I thought it would be good of me to finish that one before maybe moving on to something new. Yeah. Uh, and I've been to having fair. a lot of fun with it. It's been real good. It, it looked good fun. To me. It was fun. I yeah.
0: Mean, it was, it was, Rise of the Tomb Raider is it's good. It's not great.
1: Well, the thing is, when it's good for me, it's great. Like when it yeah. when it's when it's on all cylinders. Like the gameplay. Like I I feel hard pressed to agree that there are many games that play better than that for the that PS4. Play better
0: than fucking Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, Horizon. Her-
1: I said many. I'm not saying all. Like, yeah, I'm sure Horizon is, like, it's it's super okay. gameplay-oriented. It a challenge. No, 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 I and can't I'm
0: think not, of a game that plays better. Uh, I, I'm going to say, like, like it, in
1: the past, like, three or four years, it yeah. is in the top tier of, like, games that play the best okay. for the PS4. No, it's good. Um, and when it's wonky, like, th- there's some things that I don't understand. Like, it's got that uncharted physics where I'm making jumps that no realistic human being could be making. But maybe because she has like thirty thousand years of croft blood in her, she could do I, it. I love
0: it because like you, you, you literally feel like the invisible hand of God like mm. carrying you across, and just like lifting you over this like cross. You're like, you're like oh, I, I hit this fucking like this. Uh, what do you call it? this? This uh, uptake. This mm-hmm. up. What am I thinking of? Like a wind yes. flume, or I don't know what yes. it is. Yeah, yeah, a wind flume. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You guys feel that wind? Flume? Oh, we okay, need
1: a wind column or an air column. Oh, wind. Yeah, it's something like that.
0: What is this? This dark flume in the air. Uh, that's a tornado. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what was the... that? It... It's Stairboy. Is it fucking Stairboy, Stairboy again? He's making an afternoon riot. Let's not get into the stair but uh, thing again, but, uh, but guys, listen, it, we don't leave many gaps uh, when we speak mm-hmm. uh, in these podcasts, but yeah. if, if you could just listen for like weird voices, uh, maybe some whispers, cries maybe, from another dimension, maybe you want to just do like an audio comb you know, <laughs> for this podcast, feel free, feel free to download yeah. it and uh, just comb through for some any uh, EVPs, if you would please. Get Zach Baggins on it bagans actually oh bagans it's okay bagans. i'm begging for his help oh oh <laughs> um, oh oh yeah goodness tap out shirt yeah
1: two raiders real great i Tomb like the Raid. tombs real lot what um what else you got for me? and
0: what else have we been playing we did uh we I did know. some borderlands too we did a little borderlands too and it's like, fun it is but then i've been hitting this <laughs> certain wall and like there's this like the middle of that game sucks there's, like, this certain point in the game where the, the missions, like, you know, stop being, like, oh, really disruptive and clever and turn mm. into, like, oh, there's a formula to Borderlands missions, too, mm. which is basically... Goofy fucking character screams into Mike about something. Yeah, wants you to to splat splat <laughs> all over his <laughs> some, game. Games. Yeah, some some sort of fucking creature that he he's calling like a boner fart. Yeah, or, or a fucking like a queef. <laughs> <laughs> a midget dong You could get these queef quills or some shit, and it's just like, ugh, this game gets annoying sometimes.
1: That, that that's the opposite for me. Where I I think the beginning third of the game is actually really boring and drags a lot. But once you get to like that middle to end section, the the missions become a little more interesting. The more Jack has interplay and mm-hmm. you do, like, the Hyperion-related missions, you're finding bots and stuff, and you're doing yeah. stuff with, like, the original Vault Hunters. I think it's really cool then. But, like, yeah, it is a lot of, like, characters just yelling at you in a mic. Like, one dude <laughs> literally belligerently yells at you to shoot him in the face for fucking, like, I don't know, however long you want him to. Yeah, and it's just, um,
0: like, it's one of those games where you just, like, I, I get your humor, dude, but mm-hmm. sometimes I just want you to shut the
1: fuck up. I, th- I think I've outgrown that humor, it was good when it came out. It was yeah, great when it, it was. came out. I think, I think the last time it really struck me as genius was was Tales, because there's a lot of intelligence to that writing, too. And yeah, yeah, but really... that,
0: that's such a different, like, spectrum, because it's different writers. I know Anthony Birch helped with that one, mm-hmm. uh, but that's, I just feel like that's a different essence, Tales from the Borderlands, yeah. than, like, what... You know, is happening in the the main games, true. especially pre sequel. Fucking drop the ball so hard. Yeah. But hey, look at us. It's 2011 again. We're talking about Borderlands. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't hey, know. Hey, this is an E3 episode, dog. Okay. E3. Okay. I don't care about these bullshit games? They had their chance. <laughs> the E3 2009. They're they already pushed on the stage <laughs> years back. Okay. Okay. I Actually, I don't know if Borderlands ever had an E3 showing. I don't know. But who cares? Anyway. Let's start. We're going to do a day-by-day sort of thing. E3
1: 2017.
0: E3 2017. We're going to do a day-by-day. We're going to, we're going to look at the conferences. Mm-hmm. We're going to suss out what was interesting, and we're just going to fucking use our podcasting colander. Yeah,
1: we're going to sift our way through just what like, we think is interesting. Like,
0: here's your garbage announcement. VR? Cool. Let me just sift that out. <laughs> Get, get <it> out of there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. So the first conference sir was ea ea mm-hmm. with their ea play yes <laughs> thanks for branding a conference as well jesus christ <laughs> what a corporation thing to do
1: well they're so corporate though and everything that they do <laughs> they're utterly corporate yeah. they don't know how to be anything else i hate it like when they're forced <laughs> to actually
0: like communicate with their clientele they come out like they like a fucking robot <laughs> yeah <laughs> hello consumer <clears throat> we love your engagement and enjoyment of ea it's just like shut up get off stage. I
1: mean the, the the first time I felt their presence as like a corporate thing outside of sports games and bullshit like that was with Dead Space where I was like this feels very corporate and very like ham-fisted in terms of marketing and everything mm. and yeah they, they only have gotten worse since then so.
0: Yeah so th- they had like a classic E3 conference whereas they like did. you're gonna see a trend with the other publishers and I guess you know like Sony and, and even Microsoft to a little extent but especially especially Ubisoft and Sony were just like Fuck having people come out on stage and, you know, hog up the limelight or or try to, like, explain you through a game. Here's some trailers, dude. Mm -hmm. Here's what's going on. Here's what we're working on. And just, like, pew, 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 pew. Sony especially was just like, all right, man, we got fucking, like, 38 straight minutes (laughs) of of, uh, just straight video games. So there was a lot of that. We're going to dim the lights. But EA was kind of like, we're going to do the whole stage thing. We're going to have our fucking... uh, Youtubers and whatnot wheeled out like a car because you're looking so mad at your phone. What's going on? I'm about? looking at lists. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. keep talking. <laughs> you just, you like it, it was one of those things where like you made this face where it was just like <laughs> we found the body. Like that's the text that you're looking <laughs> Fuck, at. I don't know. And do I'm just go. like talking about like, oh man, dude, Need for Speed was so rat. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> don't look at what I do. I'm like sweating bullets. <laughs> Is it hot in here, Kevin? Is it, was, it hot in here? It was hard to identify her without her hands and teeth. <laughs> like what the f- what are you working on over there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're fucking it up. EA. There. All right. Yeah. Main points. Main points about EA. Um. One. Sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's There's a lot of sports. Not going away for them. No. Uh, two. Even though it's like an American conference, they definitely have to like you know, a big part of their business is FIFA, mm-hmm. and because like everywhere else in the world cares about football, football, and yeah. we're just like for us it's like oh fuck what what is this what is this like. <laughs> Football's huge, dude. It's huge! Yeah, like... Fucking th- they're huge. playing it all year. Everywhere! The
1: World Cup's probably happening right it now. Stop. And we don't even know.
0: It doesn't stop! <laughs> but Americans, like, it's just our yeah. fucking... What is that cat doing? She's calling to the wild. She's
1: calling to the... The stair boy. Why?
0: Come here, we're talking about E3. Come here, come here. Get in on this. So, uh, we got a little FIFA talk, mm-hmm. and apparently, like, their big pushes, they're adding, like, fucking these... These narratives to their uh, sports games, like okay. I, I, I forget which one did it last year. I think it might have been FIFA, but this year, like Madden, has like a career mode. But career mode isn't just like play some seasons. Yeah, like, it's like no, like <laughs> like some dude is like you 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 get them from like. Uh, starting in the NFL and <laughs> building his fucking legend and, like, the conflicts he has behind the scenes yeah. with his yelling at his manager <laughs> and shit.
1: You get cutscenes with his, like, family even. And
0: I'm like, what? Like, I, I'm just kind of expecting there to be, like, a QTE, like, sequence of him, like, fucking getting into a brawl with, the, <laughs> with like, some dude in a, in a suit trying to, like, buy out one of his friends. or I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's ridiculous that they're doing that. But if that is what the sports fan wants cool i don't think it is no (laughs) i don't think they give a shit i think the person that buys madden every year just really wants to play football and to kind of like do anything besides that is a weird move but and
1: those people are all about it like every year like having worked at a GameStop through like a season of people buying games like that it's like they'll come for it more than any other game like right up there with with call of duty maybe that's like, how bad they want these like, like sports it, games.
0: It's almost like uh, tax season. It's just yeah. Like, oh fuck! It's, it's fucking it's, crazy. Like, it's August again. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go to the store. Got to pick up Madden. It's like fucking paying off a bill. Um. So the big one from EA. Yeah. Uh, well, they straight were, to the big one. There's there were a few. There. So
1: we had all the sports stock. Um, I wouldn't say there were a few, but yeah, there's. Was... We had Need for Speed
0: Payback. Need for Speed Payback by Ghost Games. Yeah. They took over the franchise from Criterion, who Criterion was doing beautiful work, most notably mm-hmm. Need for Speed Most Wanted, one of my favorite and probably one of my favorite racing games of all time, hmm. actually. Because uh, it was just so fucking well done. Where'd you play that on? That was on PS3. Okay. Uh, it was on 360 as well, but I, I, play, I played it on PS3. But they they moved on, they're doing their own thing. They're doing, like, some fucking... I forget what the name of their car game was that they're doing next. Okay. Uh but they're not doing burnout EA, which <laughs> you could have fucking rolled out with a new burnout, but drop the ball on that. I, th- I think that's like an internal thing where they're just like we either bank burnout or we bank need for speed. We're just gonna confuse our fucking customers. Yeah. Like by having both. And I, I, I understand that position, but I would love to see a return to that. But uh Need for Speed, they showed some shit. Apparently their big thing is now it's like, hey man, you know Fast and Furious? What if you could fucking play that? Right. (laughs) Because apparently we can't work out the license for the Fast and Furious. Wouldn't that be fucking nuts if they rolled That'd out? That'd be stage? cool. Like Vin Diesel takes the stage and he's like, I oh, wanna present. <laughs> Need for speed, fast and furious. It's like, holy shit, people would lose their mind. I don't give a shit about racing games, yeah. but I would buy that. You'd be like, I'm, I'm there. Is is uh the rock involved? In some, <laughs> right. In some form. Can I get fashion? the likeness of Paul Walker? That'd be he, cool. Yeah, and then that presentation had one like a big ol' like YouTuber flub. Like this dude was rolled out on stage and like just I guess. They didn't have a teleprompter for him, or he was just maybe just like choking or something. Hmm. I felt bad, but it was like you're at E3 presenting at least, you know. I mean, that's so cool. <laughs> Look, yeah. This is your moment. But I guess like uh, maybe he felt out of his element. I have no idea. Yeah, that's fine. but I know people were making fun of him. I'm like, I've got you. it's like eh, come yeah. break. Got him a little bit yeah. of a break, but yeah, he did totally present the game as Need for Speed, um, payback. <laughs> that would be me
1: in any <laughs> circumstance, just like stuttering over the game, like uh, I get payback. Uh, like
0: can you imagine if yeah. Phil Spencer came out and like, here's Halo Oh <laughs> Six. Fuck. <laughs> like that, that'd be that's rough. conviction hey, right there. That'd be rough. Um, what, what what what's the other thing? So we here? got
1: a uh, upcoming DLC for Battlefield One. Which is pretty cool. Uh, you're gonna, Boring. Name of the Tsar, it's the first time you're going to get to play as a female character. Oh,
0: the fucking female war battalion. Yep. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, that shit, that shit looked dope.
1: Um, I had a feeling they were going to drop some DLC for Battlefield, because we're still kind of in the first year of that. Um, we had that, uh, A Way Out. I don't know if you know about that one, that co-op yes. prison game.
0: A Way Out looks super interesting, but they're saying that it could only be played in split screen or some shit. I'm getting like weird reports on hmm. that. I know it's online.
1: Yeah. Um, but they were saying like if you,
0: you can't just play it single player? Was that the news
1: i think so yeah it was supposed to be just co-op because that's the premise of the game yeah okay break I'm out i'm there person.
0: i'm there for that um that's
1: cool it's by the guys who did brothers brothers uh, was really good i hear it's super interesting i haven't touched it because i don't have an xbox
0: so. Yeah, the game looks interesting and and the director of the game or whatever the creative director or whatnot he was uh, a very exuberant personality as well mm-hmm. yes yeah, EA did the old school thing where it's like let's roll these people out and Maybe they've never been, beat, like, in front of a camera or on stage, <laughs> but fuck it. We're going to beat him today. Like, here, today you're going to be great. <laughs> like, somebody, I just imagine somebody chewing on a fucking cigar. <laughs> you're going to do great, kid. And he goes, uh, oh, need for speed. <laughs> <laughs> Payback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's
1: better than the stuttering, uh.
0: <laughs> you remember when that YouTube fuck horked all <laughs> over the stage? <laughs> I make um, my
1: cigars out of kids like him.
0: Th- what? There, so we there, got two more. Was there something else? Yeah, we got... And uh, I know the big one, but... What, that, what was...
1: Battlefront 2, they showed a lot of footage from That's that. That's the biggest one that they
0: That's had. Well, yeah, it was the biggest game I would say it's the had. second biggest. What
1: was the, the, the first one? Uh, uh, reveal of a new IP. It's pretty exciting.
0: Oh, shit. Okay, I wasn't thinking about that. We'll <laughs> you gotta to think that. about that. So. so let's do Star Wars first. Yeah, okay. Battlefront 2. Uh, Battlefront 2, I like... So if you're not in the know, uh, the things that play Part 1, which a game I do enjoy to this day... I like very much. People I feel like we're the few people that swear by it. We're one of the very few because because it's just so arcadey. There's a lack of content in the game, and like yeah. you got to understand what people were saying. It's like not not just like skins and bullshit like that. They're just like the I guess the diversity of modes wasn't mm-hmm. there for a lot of people, uh, which is. I don't know. It, it's, it's a half and half story because I'm just like there was a lot of modes. There were like not all of them were fun.
1: No, there were like 12 online modes and then yeah. there were a bunch of like kind of limited single player things or co-op things, but yeah, there were so many maps for the online. I think
0: least. the game shipped like real empty. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then they they started to support it, but unfortunately some of that support was uh, behind this huge paywall like 50 mm-hmm. bucks for the fucking season pass go, f- go fuck yourself
1: I was one of the idiots that jumped for it because I really wanted it
0: that surprised the shit out of me that you did yeah. that. <laughs> you well, well, I, I liked like, Battlefront
1: what? so much like I yeah. had that was my Call of Duty that year mm-hmm. um, it was just super fun it felt good to have my hands on it and it played really well online and like we were coming off the heels of uh, episode 7 so it just felt good to be back in that Star Wars that's universe that's true we, we were so we were
0: because uh, I got it on sale after the fact I you did when it came out but Battlefront 1 good mm-hmm. needed kind of a single player thing to kind of flesh it out or at yeah. least uh, make the investment um, because you. It was at the PC show, which we won't talk about because I don't give a shit about <laughs> PC. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can you can move along <laughs> if, if you want to hear yeah. this. Yeah, uh, but Cliffy Pl- B was showing off his fucking game. What was it? Time Splitters Eight or what did he call that? Uh, the stupid one. Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers. Okay. And he was just like, the game's gonna be thirty dollars when it comes out. Uh, none of that sixty dollars for multiplayer only bullshit. Which is oh, such sure. a call out, <laughs> such good. a big fucking call out to like EA and well Blizzard. And Blizzard, to be honest yeah. with you, um, unfortunately but we can't touch Overwatch though. Unfortunately, Overwatch is really, really, really fun. So yeah. it's it's hard to be mad yeah. about that. But There's um, so much support for it. But yeah, so. Uh, Battlefront Two, it's gonna have a single player story. The story looks really cool. It mm-hmm. covers the thirty year expanse between the end of Return of the Jedi, the beginning of the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. or is it just Force Awakens? I Forget.
1: No, it is, is Force it, Awakens, is and then even the Force Awakens, the Force Awakens, yeah, okay. and even cool. some stuff before then, because you have some like Niboo work in there, and you have some early episode. Well, that's prequel that, that's stuff
0: kind of then. like in the multiplayer stuff, yeah, on the multiplayer side, because the story itself, you're it's actually, just that gap. You're the bad guys. Mm. You're it. It, it asks this that. really interesting question, which is what happens to the losers in this war? Hmm. And then it kind of shows you how, no, they didn't lose. They stayed prominent, you know? So, like, the, this is a part of that, which is really, really, really cool. Hmm. Um, and then they had that, I, I forget her name, the actress that came out and fucking, like, kind of killed it on stage. Yeah, I
1: forget, it, but it was cool.
0: She was, like, the only one there that knew how to have fucking gravita. Mm-hmm. When she stepped out on stage.
1: But the, the big call from this one is yeah. uh, all DLC for multiplayer is going to be free. There we are going to give free maps throughout the lifespan of the game, and then any DLC stuff is going to just be tied to the single-player campaign.
0: Which is really cool, and it's an interesting move. Uh, they uh, The same thing happened for Titanfall 2, mm-hmm. where the first game came out, had season-pass bullshit that kind of segmented the audience a lot. And then the, they made the decision, like, down the line, we're just like, eh, it's, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, there's free days for it or whatnot. So, and then part two was like, it's all free. All the sports happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, we saw what happened to Titanfall 2. Uh, other business decisions kind of tanked that Yeah, game, such EA. As, <laughs> it's time frame. It's time frame <laughs> yeah. was the worst. So it, it's interesting to see uh, EA poise kind of their big... Push game Battlefront two this year, which hey, keep that in mind too. Where it's not, they're not releasing two competing games in the same sector. It's true, like they did last year. So maybe they learn from that. Hope I mean I would. I'd be like fucking never do that again. Are you serious? (laughs) That was dumb of them. Yeah. But I think it looks pretty cool.
1: But they um, were actually, they had a lot of uh, hubris with that where they're like, yeah, we're going to release two games in a year. Why not have the two hottest game franchises compete against each other? Because we think
0: like... there's two types of gamers. <laughs> exactly. People that love EA games and people that love the fuck out of EA games. <laughs> and they're going to buy both. <laughs> I was like, are you, are you kidding me? I was like, shut up. Me. <laughs> shut your ass up. But yeah, that was uh, everything from EA except Bioware had a new ditty. They did. Nobody saw this coming. Or maybe somebody did. A lot of people saw this. Did game. they? I didn't. Everyone knew it was in production. Okay. Well, yeah. Fuck me then. I didn't know if it was going to be I'm sure there was rumors saying that it was going to be uh, at E3, but mm-hmm. uh, Anthem is their new game, and it is pretty much Destiny. <laughs> it's pretty much Destiny, but it looks cooler. <laughs> pretty much third-person Destiny, and I'm sure like you have a lot of people that are uh, pretty sour about that comparison, but mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think EA wants that comparison. I think the if that's the kind of language that you're going to use to, like, draw an audience, mm-hmm. then so fucking be it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our destiny. Yeah. <laughs> like, come check it out on this side. And uh, Bioware Edmonton is a developer on it. They're the guys that spearheaded the original Mass Effect trilogy, not Andromeda, which uh, we talked about last episode. Didn't, didn't have nice things to say about no. it. <laughs> so it is the A-team. Uh, doing this fucking game, they've been working on it for a little while, and mm-hmm. uh, in that last article uh, that was talking about Andromeda that we spoke about last week, uh, they referred to this project as the Bob Dylan of video games. Oh,
1: they did, didn't they?
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> whatever the fucking thing to say. However, that fucking correlates to, to jump packing like space, <laughs> sci-fi, sci-fi Marines yeah. and whatnot. Um, wh- what's your take on it? Like, what do you? What do you want out of a Bioware kind of, like, soft MMO? Kind of, like, the closed-circuited MMO uh, world that Bungie had already uh, attempted back in 2014, was it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see those two worlds collide where, like, you know, you have the Mm. the world of Bungie with uh, Destiny and, like, the sort of planet exploration that you didn't necessarily get in Andromeda with, like, the sort of playability of both. I don't
0: know. That was one of the thoughts that I had, too. It was, like, this is probably what andromeda should have been yeah and i think like maybe they were like just whipping those concepts into two and thinking this is what mass effect is mm-hmm. and maybe this is what this uh, the identity of what anthem is and i think like no you probably should have just like reconfigured what mass effect is and been like because imagine if i sold you is that like hey andromeda is going to be super about exploration and it's also going to be co-op And it's also going to be kind of soft MMO. Mm -hmm. It's also going to be like these raids. And it's also going to be like traveling from planet planet to planet doing this shit. And you'd be like, yeah, that's the Mass Effect I fucking want. Yeah,
1: that's what we wanted. It would have been so much more enticing instead of what we got. Which was... No Man's Sky Andromeda. (laughs) Really tepid is what it was. So, but, uh,
0: but if you know, it, it's not bad that they want a new IP.
1: No, it's it's cool. It's interesting uh, to kind of see them take on something new with that. And I, I wonder what sort of longevity this franchise is going to have, if we're going to see multiple titles throughout the years, or if it's just going to be like a long-running first title.
0: It will be interesting to see if they kind of follow the same uh, trajectory that Destiny is going mm-hmm. on. Because Destiny... Uh, Maybe have like a two-year plan for each game. Yeah, because Destiny 2, like, there's a lot of changes in it that... Um, kind of speak to like they had an idea in mind before it came out Mm -hmm. and then like it actually launching changed a lot of shit about like what they thought they should do with the game or where it's gonna go like one of the things that they just admitted is like a sidebar news is that there's this kind of uh, presence called the darkness in the original game Mm -hmm. that was like this like the evil force that's coming in and that, that that's the the reason for this conflict to begin hmm. with. And they, they, they're kind of vague about it. And then in part two, they're just like, yeah, the more we thought about it, the more the, it's just the concept didn't hold up. So we're actually not going to mention the darkness in part two at hmm. all. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> just scrap it all Like, again. they just admit, like, yeah, we fucked up with that. Uh, but I, I respect that they're super honest. Like, enough for, like front, it's yeah. not working narratively for us, even though, like, I know that's kind of a big part of the lore. So we're working on that. But it's downplayed in part two because mm-hmm. it's not like, it wasn't good. Okay. So I... I want to see if Anthem has the same kind of shape to it where it's like alright, so we thought we could do a third-person Destiny. (laughs) It's not fucking working this way. So, whether that means they dial back on the Bioware goodies, Mm -hmm. like, you know, romantic options and a lot of character-heavy work, Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of go toward that division Destiny feel, where it's like it's more gameplay first, and more emergent moments, rather than scripted moments. It
1: looks like that. Um, The combat looks pretty cool, the cover system looks interesting, and the jump packing as well, and then the environmental is like, they look super lush, like, there's a lot of detail to the worlds. Um... I'm excited to get my hands on it. When did they say that was? Like 2018?
0: Yeah, 2018. They okay. really didn't. Actually, at the EA Presser, they didn't show shit. Well, this wasn't even really. It yeah, was kind they, of. They showed a little trailer, but then. The it was more Microsoft. Microsoft, uh, the following day, they had the next, uh, they had the big. Um, no, Microsoft wasn't the following day, was it? Yeah, it was. It was on the Sunday, you're right. So, uh, which can jump us into Microsoft. We can jump into the Microsoft. That was we our can, next one. We can jump right into Microsoft. Okay, you so. me?
1: Give us the feel of the Microsoft one. What, what did you what did you take away from that? Was it sort of old school E three or was it a new school? It was, idea? It was
0: a little half and half. Yeah. On on the Microsoft front, because uh, there was a big focus on games, mm-hmm. which is obviously that's that's like kind of a course correct for them. Yeah. From like let's say even the launch of Xbox One. Uh, Around that period, because it's like, this is a multimedia machine that's going to do everything for you. It's going to cook. It's going to clean. It's going to bake. It's going to change your tires. And then they just realized, like, oh, fuck, we're not really speaking. Like, we're we're trying to sell to an audience that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I think that's... Such a niche audience. This is almost a repeat problem. So the big thing was the Xbox One X, which... Mm -hmm what the fuck with that name? <laughs> you, you already have something on the market called the Xbox One S. Yeah. And like, do you know how many disappointed <laughs> kids there are going to be on fucking Christmas Day? Yep. Because mom is like, well... She misheard Xbox... through her son's lisp. What's the difference? This one was 200. Why did you need... Like, <laughs> right. What's the difference with the... Because it's the most powerful console on the market. Okay, so... Uh, how powerful is it? Uh, it's, t- it's Teraflops! <laughs>
1: it's got a liquid vapor chamber, bro, for cooling.
0: So the big... <laughs> Just like PS4 Pro had the job to basically sell the idea of a, uh, what what is the term, luxury console That's, to yeah. us at a uh, $500 price point. No, actually, PS4 Pro is $400, is not it? Mm-hmm. So at a higher price point, um, what's the why? What's the... Uh, why should I have it? Exactly. Like mm. what, So Xbox was basically, well, if you like 4K gaming. And it was like... It's not quite what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, oh, shit, they're going to show us, like, this is a game that can't be done on anything else. Mm-hmm. But, honestly, there's no good reason to do that on a third-party front. Maybe for Microsoft themselves to come out with a game that's like, look how beautiful yeah, Halo is. <laughs> that's, that's part of the war. That's part of the problem. Like, I even said that before the conference started, which is, like, it doesn't fucking matter if they have the most powerful console on the market if all they have to show for it is the next Forza which I learned it's pronounced Forza. I think we all learned that day, yeah. yeah. Forza.
1: And there was another one, too, that was weird. <laughs> I know, There's. I forget. And the oh, ports.
0: Porsche. Portia? Oh, Porsche. Porsche. What? Porsche. I've actually heard that one before. That's weird, I didn't know that. And I slapped the man that said it. I'm pretty low class. I, so. I owe him an apology. <laughs> uh, so if all you have for it is, is Forza and Halo to show for it, no one's going to give a fuck. Yeah. And it was half and half at this conference because they had some games to show off. They showed off over like 50 games or they so. They really did. There was a lot. I mean, of course, there was like a montage sequence of like, here's some shit we're just dumping yeah. onto the Xbox Live marketplace, <laughs> which is a problem because like back in the day, uh, some of Arcade and then Xbox Live, especially back in the day, uh, was all about curation mm-hmm. and it was good. And it's like, you could depend on the games that were coming out because all of them are probably going to be pretty fucking excellent. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like, what is this? What? What's the concept here? How lo- What? How many people made it? You don't know anything about this fucking game. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. it it's fourteen dollars. I don't. I don't know if I could. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm trying to pull it up on here. What the fuck? Where's my little breakdown list?
1: Um, so for me, Xbox One S, super iterative, uh, nothing I wasn't expecting, and it, I don't have any more compelling reason to get that than I would get nope. a Pro, and I'm more likely to get a Pro because it's cheaper and it's in the Sony family. So if it's for you, cool. Tell me about it. Write us about it. Uh, it's not for us, though.
0: No, I would say the same. Like I, I uh, It's the same with PS4 Pro. It's like I don't really have a reason to upgrade right mm-hmm. now. I, I don't have a 4K TV. That's kind of the stock. I mean, no. they, they did say that there is uh, benefits kind of like PS4 Pro, uh, if you just have like a 1080p TV yeah uh, then it's gonna upscale some of your older games and whatnot and that's I'm like that's that's fine yeah and, but even then they're like that's kind of a selective process though. So. so just like PS4 Pro so it's like it's not gonna be every goddamn game is gonna be instantly upgraded mm-hmm. but you know whatever that's it, it just sounds the same to me and I'm like it, it would be yeah sure if my console fucking takes a shit or I do finally get that big old nice 4K TV and I get that that rich man's itch <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't see myself. Nah. springing for this. So, but otherwise, like, what was really interesting about this conference was that that's supposed to be the main pool, but they kind of like tempered that impact of like, here's our next iteration of Xbox, um, because they split this announcement up between last year and this year. Mm-hmm. They already like, it's a Scorpio. Get excited, rubber rah rub, rub. And then like for fucking a year, we we're just like sitting on our asses, thinking like, so what is this gonna be? Yeah. And it, I, I feel like PS Four Pro like, just brought down that, that value set in people's minds. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, the PS4 Pro is nothing exciting, and then mm. honestly, the Xbox One X yeah. is nothing exciting. It
1: stole the thunder of something really lackluster. Yeah. Unless you're into that sort of, like, high-tech stuff, which is, like, we're not into that sort of boutique
0: gaming. Again, like, they're they're selling to an audience that just doesn't quite exist. Yeah. Like, although well, the console gamer, it's for the discerning gamer. Yeah, there it is, yeah. There it is for the discerning gamer. And it's like... <laughs> We're console gamers, dude, man. Yeah. We we want to get in low priced and just yep. have something dependable. You know, we we're looking we're, we're looking for the Honda of gaming. <laughs> essentially. Sure,
1: get some miles on it.
0: If we're really into like 4K and high tech and and pushing the boundaries of uh, of graphics, we're probably just gonna game on PC if that's the point. Probably that, that that that's that gamer. That's PC gamer. So you're essentially trying to sell a feature set that is predominantly for PC gamers to a console crowd. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're getting a fucking, just a lukewarm response. Sure. Like, yeah, (laughs) that's gonna happen. I mean,
1: you'll have your PC gamers flocking to it, for sure, because I know a lot of PC gamers who are super in Xbox and won't even touch a PS4, but it's, I don't know.
0: Like, it's interesting that this happened for both Sony and Microsoft, like, that they're trying to reconfigure, or at least, at least, like, revisit the wheel Mm -hmm. and see if they can, like, you know... Just make it spin a little faster than previous generations. It's like, so let's do an iterative console rather than putting all our resources into the Xbox Three or the PS Five. I understand that, but I don't think we're we're too uh, we're not past the idea of like here's the console when it comes out at launch, it's four hundred, mm-hmm. and then give it two years, and here's the two hundred dollar edition, there's yeah. the two fifty edition of it. That's fine. I think we're we're still there. Yeah, we really
1: are because I, I feel like we're in the midlife of this current cycle generation. So yeah. Uh, I mean, other game developers and companies in the past would do it. They would give you, like, I don't know, you look at Sega, you had the 16-bit and 32-bit, just more RAM, you know? And they would Mm -hmm. do these little iterative things between the two. And I feel like back then it maybe made a little more of a difference. Uh, Now it's just, like...
0: It's just, it's it's a huge thing for the average console gamer for you to just say, hey, buy it all over again. Yeah. But for more. That's a weird, Mm -hmm. like, that's a weird pitch. Yeah. You know, so, like, give me the compelling reason why and the compelling reason, oh, it'll look nicer on your 4K TV. What if I don't have one? Yeah. Uh, What does it matter? Maybe you're just not the discerning gamer.
1: But you're going to give me UI and uh, updates that allow my current Xbox to run that way anyway if I have a 4K TV. Because you can still run games on, you know, I think your uh, 1S. In 4K. In 4K anyway. So what does it matter?
0: (sighs) I don't streaming. know what it matters, so, know,
1: actually. And then we had the same conversation with the pro where it's like, it really didn't make any fiscal sense to do it because it's like, you can already do all that. Some like, games like,
0: will look better, some games will run better. Yeah. But it's not a phenomenal difference. So fuck, so, it. fuck it. It's yeah. like, it, it, sorry. It's not there for me. So, um, and on the game side, the games. they had Forza. We learned that it's Forza. Forza. 7.
1: They had an actual car on stage. I think it was the Forza. Which is just another, <laughs> like,
0: out of touch corporate fucking thing yeah. where it's like, if well, I don't think it speaks to the modern gamer to roll out a fucking like well, a real ass car on a stage people I'm who, like, who are into
1: racing games though yeah. are super into like cars and okay. body things like that and they actually had like two female NASCAR drivers on on stage like pitching the game and like talking about it
0: dude I must have been like not paying attention yeah you were, I think
1: you were tweeting I think I was tweeting because it something. did not matter to me
0: yeah. that, that you you can show me a, a car on a stream yeah <laughs> okay so, I
1: don't know that's cool. cool for people who like that
0: yeah, for people that like that, I guess. Um, they showed a little bit of Crackdown 3, which the update on this long, gestating game is that it looks like trash. <laughs> it didn't look very good at all. It doesn't look good. Yeah, In I... fact, it looks worse yeah. than the last time we saw it. And it's kind of like... the. A lot of people are just wondering, like, man, they've been really, like, on the DL about the development on this game. Like, maybe they're really, like, putting some time and energy to it. And then we see it again, and it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. It looks like a 360 game It still. did. With Terry Crews. <laughs> and so here's the other thing about the uh, the Xbox One X. Fuck that name. Um, I remember, I think Jeff Keighley asked, like, uh, one of the devs, like, hey, so what's a, how are you harnessing the power of the X? Mm-hmm. Is does the game run at 60 frames a second? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> what the fuck? What, what are you selling me here, buddy? What are you doing here, yeah. man? You're <laughs> this is an exclusive too. And that's the other thing. They fucking stretch the notion of what an exclusive is. They really like, did. Real hard. Uh like, yeah, it's a like a fucking two day exclusive and yeah. shit like that. It's like
1: This is a launch day exclusive. <laughs>
0: and, and I'm like, you know, a lot of the games that they showed are not exclusive to the Xbox One, man. No. Uh, Metro. There's a new Metro coming out, which I could give a shit about Metro. I hear they're good. People mm-hmm. swear by those games. I've played a few of them. I didn't get very far because just there's just something clunky and it, has, it just has a weird focus. Like yeah. It doesn't feel good to me for some reason. That one looked cool, though. that little trailer they had going on. They always look cool. Yeah. Like the last Metro trailer that they dropped at I'm sure E3 looked fucking immaculate mm-hmm. and then you play the game and I'm like, there's something off about that. I don't know. But that's coming to PS4 as well, so big get. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally... Yeah, did they show Assassin's Creed at that one? They did. They did, a little they bit. They showed
1: of, a little bit of Origins there. Okay. But Ubisoft kind of went into it a bit more with, like, that's what true, comes that's with true. the Collector's Edition, that $800 bundle. Oh, Jesus. it's stupid um, shit. And we got well, some more I gameplay of that. But, but we did see some of Origins. Uh, what's your take on it? Are you excited for it? You think it's going to redeem
0: Okay, so the Origins franchise for you? I redeem the franchise. I mean, the franchise, I am a little softer in opinion than most people. For some yeah. reason, people are just, like, so fatigued about Assassin's Creed now yeah I get it they were fucking they were hitting it a little hard they are pumping
1: out way too many of those Uh, annually yeah
0: but I feel like they they started to like pump the brakes a little bit Mm -hmm. on that series and they took a break last year so that they could um, uh, release a terrible fucking movie that's Mm -hmm. like one of the driest movies that you could oh it's a saltine of a film I haven't seen it Jesus Christ (laughs) don't like, it's not worth it. It's not even, like, it's not even, like, bad in a fun way. Mm. It's just, like, bad and a just, it's so droll. I'm like, how did you make fucking Assassin's Creed droll as shit? Like, it's not even interesting watching Michael Fassbender that That movie. sucks. Like, yeah, so, whatever. But behind the scenes, I thought Syndicate was fucking great. Mm-hmm. A lot of people slept on Syndicate for some reason. Yeah,
1: Don't. maybe they thought it was going to be like another revelation. Probably because Unity is the one that came Unity. out right before it, and uh, they didn't Unity want that.
0: was like the the it broke straw a lot of people. that broke the camel's back but syndicate sure.
1: felt really refreshing to have that dual cast and the stuff you can do in that sort of victoria i know Age and London. the fucking
0: zipline shit was so good yeah. the grappling oh All man of it. That so was well done
1: i don't know origins looks interesting i growing up i loved egypt i loved like the idea of pyramids and exploring like yeah. crypts and sarcophaguses and shit like that so it's cool to finally have like that sort of player agency in a really expansive world like that
0: and there there's some different shit uh that they're kind of implementing into it. Like, there's gear sets Mm -hmm. in the game now. Like, weapons you collect. Uh, There's kind of like this this RPG-ish kind of system going on behind the scenes with Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Combat doesn't look like the Arkham fucking rip off that it has been for the last few iterations. It yeah. looks like they're trying something a little different with the combat because some people are even saying like that kind of looks like some Dark Souls shit what mm-hmm. he's doing right there, but then again, every fucking people compare everything to Dark Souls. That's true. Overcooked is the Dark Souls of cooking games, <laughs> or, shut the fuck up. Anyway, uh, but yeah, Origins I'm decently excited about. I I want to see how it shapes up. Um, the problem with the games is that there's usually something that just like falters when they dev team focuses too much on, like, another thing. So, like, the story might suck in this game, but, like, mm. the gameplay would be fucking great, you know? Like, Black Flag suffered from that, where it's like, the gameplay is really good, but the story's just okay. You
1: don't think Bayak's adventure is gonna be a good one? Uh, what? Bayak, I think his name is. The fuck? Is <laughs> <it>? <laughs> That's the dude that you play as. Oh, is it Okay. Yeah. Bayak. It, it could
0: be a romp.
1: I don't <laughs> know yet. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, um, what else did they announce? They announced Code Vein, which we kind of... Well, we company. already knew. That
0: wasn't really announced there. Yeah, uh, but we they showed some they Code Van. Do you got a list on there? I don't have a fucking list at all. Dude. I got a list. Don't worry
1: about it, man. For I had you for the on EA here. one. I got you oh, for Oh, they,
0: they one. showed some more Sea of Thieves. Yep. Uh, although, that was like their
1: big, like, 10-minute reveal. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> like, they had this whole... Um, okay, wait, 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 wait. So, Sea of Thieves, which I feel like Ubisoft Skull and Bones is going to just crush that game. Yep. I, I would hate to be that dev team right now and fucking, like, the next day, <laughs> this fucking photorealistic game... <laughs> about pirates and war shipping fucking <laughs>
1: okay, launches at the, the ubisoft stage but it, sucks, it's dude. it's rare man you gotta you gotta love
0: rare cool dude um, <laughs> i love your avatars man and that, all all the contributions to gaming that you have uh, yeah. been making in the last decade which is what
2: again <laughs> yeah um,
0: i have a friend who's like all about that shit i'm just like i don't know why it looks like a silly game but i it just doesn't look like a game that is going to have any retention like whatsoever, um, whereas Skull and Bones might be like the From Honor of naval warfare pirate games, which cool. we don't even have a genre of like naval warfare <laughs> competitive naval warfare pirate games. Yeah, but we could use like it. Ubisoft is making it right now. <laughs> like, well, okay. they're doing a lot of weird
1: like online competitive stuff, especially where they started yeah. with For Honor and where they're moving now.
0: Yeah, like what's <laughs> going? Okay, So you have an interesting division of this like historical competitive games <laughs> that that Ubisoft wants to spearhead, and you know what? By golly, fucking do it! Do it! You, you crazy Frenchman. Even assets. though four Honor kind of
1: tanked, but...
0: I don't know that it tanked. I think there was good engagement. It just didn't, like... it. Hit, I think it hit cult. Hard. So much
1: else came out in the oh, beginning of yeah, the year, like, got, between February drowned. and March, that, like, it got lost. Yeah. It, like, it people got, were playing Neo over that. Oh, shit. You're right. They got um, drowned out, for sure. Um, they announced State of Decay 2.
0: Okay, so that's the one I wanted to talk about. Yeah. State of Decay has its own cult following. I'm sure the first game's great. Part 2s I'm sure, is going to shape up to be... Just as good, mm-hmm. if not better, because that's what you're supposed to say about a sequel that you know nothing about. Um, but they showed literally a 12 hour demonstration. <laughs> it was it was crazy. So long. It was insane. It was like Phil Spencer was just like, "All right, guys, bathroom break time," and everyone was like, "Why is he? What? Wait, we we get to take a bathroom break? What's yeah. that?" Because they showed 12 hours of State of Decay. <laughs> it was fucking like I don't under- Okay, so it was a huge trailer. Yeah, it, it was big. just like. But it was all like a narrative trailer. Didn't even show you really like gameplay. Didn't show you like what's different in State of Decay 2. It was just like here's this fucking by the numbers, Walking Dead ish like narrative trailer. Mm. And the graphics in that game aren't good enough to have like this what they decided yeah. to do with it, like, we're gonna do some Last of Us cutscenes using PS1 graphics. <laughs> it did not work. It looked really like, bad. It looked really bad. I, okay, I don't, I don't want to trash from that. Or no. Whatever. It's, like, PS1 but graphics, but... Gameplay-wise, like, what they did show looked interesting, and there's a,
1: a big realm of co-op there. I think it's up to, like, three-person or four-person co-op for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, so. sure. Show that, dude. Dude. Fucking sell me on that because you're not going to sell me on a State of Decay 2 fucking story. My thing was, was there
1: enough demand from the first one to make a second one? Did people really dig on State of Decay 1? It was
0: like 30 bucks, so, like, yeah, I guess so. I I, I mean, huh? I don't know why Microsoft is trying to make that series a thing because it's not going to be a thing. Yeah. It's always going to be like a, oh, yeah, that game. It's never going to be like, oh, yeah, State of Decay. Mm. Like, no. no. No, it's not going to be that. But no. hey, you know, you do you. I appreciate you. They showed a little bit of Middle Earth. They did Shadow of War, which is looking fucking hot.
1: Yep, which is actually supposed to be one of like the first uh, Xbox One SX number fifty. I don't know. Yeah, launch titles.
0: Uh, yes, which so. is factual from Super Daniel's factual. mouth. It is Cuphead has a release date. Cuphead does so. Okay. This is a whole September separate thing. September 29th. Though. whole
1: separate thing I'd like to talk about here.
0: September 29th.
1: The ID thing that they did, which is their kind mm-hmm. of, like, initiative for indie games. That was, like, the most compelling part of their conference for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seeing some of their indie stuff that they showcased. Because it reminded me of, like, uh, early era PS3, PS4 indie titles. and I don't know. I needed something like that from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm going to go out and buy, like, an Xbox today for it. But it, it, it was refreshing to see them do something like that.
0: Yeah, they have, like, a little bit of uh, uh, indie support there. I yeah. Mean, Funny enough, it's like, so what Sony did was they kept all their indie shit like out of the main conference and mm. they threw it into this like pre-show that I didn't even know was going yeah. on. Like not even like the IGN stream was like covering it. They were like having their own fucking conversations about CFDs or some shit where, where like, dude, they're making announcements at this fucking thing. Like, you're IGN. Why aren't yeah. you doing your job? <laughs> it's like, why is, is it too exclusive for IGN? Like what the fuck happened? That was so stupid. Um, But yeah, they had a pre-show going on there. And they showed their indie shit there, but um, Cuphead does look cool though. Mm-hmm. I'm kind Cuphead of bummed that's cool.
1: an exclusive. I didn't realize that was gonna happen. Sure, shit is. But I love that sort of old school. What reminds me of like, uh, like Steamboat Willie, old school like Mickey Mouse feel. Yeah. With like that 1950s illustration almost, but it's got a lot of charm to it. The boss fights look cool. Just everything about it looks really neat. Um,
0: There's nothing about enthusiasm for that game. Yeah. Um, so when it comes out, I hope it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And I hope we're all wrong. And we don't take risks. <laughs> take, take no risks <laughs> any longer. Take but no it's risks. Super safe. Like it. If you know. Okay. So uh, that does it for Xbox for me, man.
1: Uh, does it for xbox 3 do, um, do you have something else on uh, i don't know i, I don't really remember liked... half their announcements i like the last point. light that was kind of or the last night which was like a indie title uh,
0: you're going through their indie dude they showed fucking literally like 10 seconds of each indie game. well that
1: was one they actually showed like a minute and a half of yeah and before then they it, did the montage and then of. had
0: a weird fucking backlash the next day when we found out that the dude making it is like has some uh well what do we say uh some opinions oh really i didn't know that uh anti-feministic um apparently years back when he was talking about making the game he was talking about how uh he wanted to make a a cyberpunk dystopia where Mm -hmm. the oppressors are uh fucking the feminists out there and the progressives okay so he wanted to do like this inverted apocalypse mm-hmm. <laughs> however and people like you know sprung at his ass because he said these things like back in 2014 and, oh, wow. and like he was like no 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 like the dev came out because it's not just him making the game the dev came out and was like no 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 these are old opinions they're they're poorly chosen we mm-hmm. don't we don't think this way we're very inclusive to everybody mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> somebody pulled up some fucking tweets from this dude like months ago yeah that he was just like back at it <laughs> back <laughs> same at it bullshit so last light looks cool Apparently there's internal drama. There's there's baseball drama behind inside baseball. And I got
1: I got two more for you. Life is strange before the storm, the prequel that they're announcing. Right, it's right. About, it's supposed to be three episodes.
0: So you had some tidbits about this one.
1: Um I think it's interesting uh it's it stars you star as Chloe in this one where you're it's Life the days Club, before yeah. like I think Amber Rachel Rachel Amber goes missing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of interplay there. I forgot a fucking name, I don't know. Is it's Rachel there? Amber. Either man. way it's a porn star name. I gotta mix up the first names. Gotcha. Um Interesting thing about this was Ashley Birch basically came forward and said that she's not going to be a part of it, that right. they have kind of, like, a new rising talent. I don't know her name offhand, uh, but she's going to be taking the the kind of helm for uh, Chloe, and she's not going to be a part of it, because she is too busy doing, like, the voice actor strike. Yeah, what, do the, what do
0: the unions call her? The, they call her a scab, the yeah. one that's doing the job. She's a scab. But Square Enix was, like... a derogative thing to say about somebody that's, like, not unionized. Right? Like, you fucking scab. <laughs> you scab. <laughs> like, so... Yeah, she said she's heartbroken that she's not doing the role. But, yeah, because uh, she
1: connected with Chloe a lot as a character. I think Square
0: Enix is one of the publishers that SAG-AFTRA, uh, sag sag SAG-AFTRA, is, SAG-Afra? SAG-Afra. SAG-Afra yeah. is uh, in dispute with. So yeah, <laughs> it sucks
1: for her, but I think she is on the game as like a writer or a producer or something like that. She, really interesting she has some involvement with it but she's not actually like voice acting
0: oh no no I think she consulted she consulted a little bit okay. but what a fucking disappointing thing so first of all a lot of people are really they're not even on the fence they're like tipping off the fence about the idea of a prequel mm-hmm. when everyone seems hungry for a sequel to that story yeah and if you know not to give any spoilers but if you do like end the game in the way that it feels like it should end yeah dude there really shouldn't be a prequel Mm -hmm. Um, especially because it just raises all these questions like okay so we're playing as Chloe so that means she doesn't have access to the the time manipulation powers Mm -hmm. like she can't like warp back in time like Max could that was like the main fucking it was such a good like, like gameplay
1: loop that you can like fuck around with and do things with
0: Dude, that was, like, the fucking pinpoint. That was the design document right there, yeah. which is you can go back and forth in time. And so you can just take that shit out of the prequel. Like, that's not Yeah, engaging. it's not going to be interesting. No, and, like, especially since, uh, you know, sorry, spoiler kids, but fuck you, you should have played Life of Strangers free on PS Plus last month. Uh, this month, actually. It's still going, right? Yeah. Um, walk away if you don't want to hear the spoiler. But Rachel Amber... Is fucking dead, dude. Yes, he's pretty dead. And it sucks to play prequels where like you know the fate of a character. I mean, Better Call Saul does a good job, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's, it's hard. Well, because
1: that one kind of reinvents the way that you see Saul mm-hmm. before he became what he is as a lawyer when he was just it, uh... It's
0: just sometimes in prequels it's tough to take a journey when you know the destination. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, I don't that's know. true. If but... they
1: can execute it well, cool. But I don't, it doesn't really have me as intrigued as like a sequel would. Uh, because it's like you said, if you don't have that time traveling mechanic, you don't have the whole butterfly effect loop there. Then wh- what's there's, the point? It's just gonna be high drama.
0: There's just a lot stacked against Game One. It's not the original developer. Don'tnod is not doing it. Mm-hmm. Don'tnod apparently, to remind you kids out there, is in fact working on a uh, Life is Strange season two. Yep. So whatever the one. F- formation that takes, hopefully that's much better. Um, so it's a different dev. It's a prequel. It doesn't have the time manipulation, and it doesn't have Ashley Birch. So, that's a hard sell. Fuck. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, you're going off the name alone. It was just a weird decision. Like, I, I don't know if Square Enix is the one that fucking twisted people's arms and said, like, we can't sleep on this. Mm-hmm. Especially since it's episodic. Maybe they thought that in their head, too, where it's just like, dude, it's you don't need a fucking full dev cycle to, yeah. to push this shit out. Just do it bit by bit, you know? So, three episodes coming out this year.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Paul? And then last take, what, what's your Dang. feel on uh, Tacoma? Tacoma
0: is really cool looking. I am I am such a proponent for Gone Home, which mm-hmm. was Fulbright's, uh, I don't want to say their first game. It it's their first like major one. Their first major game that everyone would care about. Um, uh, Steve Gaynor, he's great. Follow him on Twitter. He's a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> is he? He's a fun guy. Oh, okay, I'll have to check out yeah. his tweets. Check out his tweets. He's got some neat tweets. <laughs> um, So... Tacoma looks really fucking cool. I didn't know it was timed exclusive for Xbox One. mm mm-hmm. not, Probably not where I'm going to play it. Sorry. Probably not. We'll wait. I want those trophs, dog. Those Chivos mean less to me. <laughs> it's a different economy. It is. Of achievements.
1: It's a currency that we can play with yeah so all right i think that's about it for microsoft Um, they threw out some cool punches they did some cool stuff and they actually had a lot of support for like backwards compatibility and stuff like that which is kind of where like sony
0: is which we talked about in the last episode kind of the argument for and against that idea so um listen to episode 22 just take a little pause and resume now and resume now
1: so next we had bethesda (laughs) <laughs> our sunday night nightcap
0: bethany esda uh, jumped on so did they announce anything <laughs>
1: i'm sorry like... so,
0: so the big question <laughs> was um why are you here uh,
1: todd howard i hear your ballad but what are you singing
0: so first of all what's the tally how many times did skyrim pop up at e3 up to that point uh i think it was the first and then it just yeah. kept on spitballing, yeah. where like every other conference, for some reason, had something with had it. Skyrim. I think Ubisoft even tripped over of <laughs> Skyrim. Like, they're, what the fuck? we using old Skyrim schematics for Origins. It's great. You're gonna love. We're it. fucking like when they they they. Uh, do that stupid second screen thing to show off Origins gameplay it's somebody playing Skyrim like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's four conferences Skyrim showed up from uh,
1: no. what well, I can tell there was nobody present so it was a lot of video for this one
0: a lot of video well that one fella that serious looking fella what's his name I forget his fucking name Pete was it, Hines was it Pete Hines Pete wow. Hines we said he
1: were going to cut his head off like the Dovican and drink his blood <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know if we should utter wait, his name
0: wait, did I say that a <laughs> okay. uh, couple on. episodes ago <laughs> I, do, I don't remember you're like pete like Hines.
1: i'm gonna cut your head off and drink your blood and become the Dova whoa
0: that sounds pretty dire <laughs> that's you you
1: were dangerous that day <laughs> we,
0: we we played uh fast and loose at the save room show so a lot of what they did was uh just
1: uh, support for games that are already out uh we have skyrim vr coming out i think
0: <laughs> just they, uh, they re-announced that yeah these games uh that you're enjoying currently are out yeah and exist
1: they're gonna continue to exist on other platforms
0: and it's just like what 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 are you talking about? So, didn't they um they changed mod support where now it's like basically paid for mods? Mm-hmm. That sucks.
1: No, you had your trial with it. It was like a good few months and now you yeah. got to pay for it.
0: Yeah, weird. Okay. Okay. Cool, guys. Um, um, I don't I don't know the full because like, I didn't pay attention when you say the word mod like I just I just shut off because mm-hmm. it's like I'm not a PC kid. I don't fuck with sure. mods. We didn't get to
1: fuck with the ones on the PS4, really. I didn't
0: fuck with the one P- uh, PS4 because I don't want to deactivate trophies. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really care to just bomb around Skyrim without, you know, getting new trophies or whatnot. Um, sorry, it's not about the game to me. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but hey, if you get it on the Switch, man, that's all it could be about.
0: <sighs> oh, they... and fucking using your lame-ass amiibo to uh, unlock a goofy costume for your fucking Nordic warrior. Yep, that's what I want. Hey, I want man. my Khajiit to look even goofier. <laughs> this Khajiit looks like Link. Um, so, yeah, a lot of stuff like that. What? Um... Elder Scrolls stuff. Elder Scroll. Okay, so they showed off um, Elder Scrolls Legends, which, if you didn't know, and I don't know how you don't know, is a card game yep. based on the famous uh, RPG <laughs> series by Bethany Esda. Uh, they're gonna have some Sky- Skyrim characters mm-hmm. in in there, and I don't know if anybody was awake at this point when they started talking about this fucking game, and then they mentioned ESO, which is another fucking snooze fest, yeah. which is. Um, the uh, on, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, which I've I, I heard like like they've it. done good work to that game since its fucking torrid release. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still just don't have a lot of interest in I'd yeah. rather have, you know, the crafted world. So that was my thing. The entire night I was just thinking, like, man, they're going to fucking bust out Elder Scrolls 6 Even if they just give us a mm. title card.
1: They, they wouldn't have. No. It just seemed too soon because the amount of time they put into developing those games, like, it takes years to put together a Bethesda game.
0: It does, and... Um, and I, I think
1: they're still supporting ESO, and... And I
0: think they're they're trying to go through that avenue where it's like, if we're going to show you, like, a like a launch thing, mm-hmm. we want to do the Fallout 4 maneuver, because that garnered so much goodwill, which is like, here's Fallout 4, and it's coming out four months from now. Yeah. Fucking enjoy. That worked like, out so what? well for them. Like, that... Yeah.
1: I remember seeing that that summer at E3, it was like 2015, and I was like, I'm going to buy a PS4. I hadn't got one at that point. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I, I jumped so hard for that, so... You're like, holy shit.
0: But, so, okay, uh, so the, the only two things that fucking mattered... Yeah. Um... They showed Evil Within 2. It's officially uh, happening for some... God-awful reason. Now, I, I want to have an intimate conversation with you listeners out there, um, and uh, since there's so few of you <laughs> that listen to the Save Room show, I need you to spread this message And even to your fewer friends. of you that played Evil Within 1. Exactly. <laughs> I want you to remember that Evil Within was a bad game. It wasn't a good game. It wasn't a great throwback to horror, nor was it a revitalization of the survival horror genre. What it was was uh, bad. It wasn't good. Um, you played a lot of it. I beat it. It yeah. wasn't good. It wasn't enjoyable. It had pretty much a lot of the things that frustrate you from other survival horror games just kind of rolled in, rolled in like a nice little pizza, like a pizza dough of bad design choices, <laughs> and you had to fight against them. And it had tiny glimmers of good moments, mm-hmm. but uh, like three. So it was like having like really good pieces of sausages on a fucking just a, a thin, cold, dry pizza. A floppy flatbread. A floppy flatbread from Domino's. Um, Oh, there goes that sponsorship. Yeah, (laughs) we lose another one every episode. So I, so yeah, aren't we in agreement with that? Didn't where is the demand for this fucking game? Where I don't know. I'm looking under rocks, going like, (laughs) who's? Because people seemed excited. They seem to be like, oh wow, that's a good announcement. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm gonna move along. Yeah. I mean. I'm just going to say, fucking Resident Evil 7 smashed that game. It really smashed, did, embarrassed it, slapped it around, and threw it in a locker. And and even the principal laughed when it happened. He's, he saw Resident Evil stuffing evil within into a locker, and he laughed. Even though, like, Resident you Evil 7... You lose your job for that, Daniel. Like, it didn't break any
1: severe ground, but it did set the bar high for, like, future horror games.
0: It was just fucking quality, man. It was just good. It was quality, and it brought new ideas to a uh, aging series. Yeah. There you go. And Shinji Bikami didn't do the fucking same, and I'm not like... It makes me wonder. i was like, you know, you were a big part of what made Resident Evil like Resident Evil, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you're the most essential part. <laughs> like, we learned the same thing about Kaiji uh, Inafune mm-hmm. after he left Mega Man or left Capcom.
1: And right? once ago, do the Mighty Number Nine? And it's just
0: like, everything fell, like, everything he touched was like the anti Midas, which yeah. It just fell to shit. And it's just like... Mighty Number 9 sold really soft. And then suddenly you start reading articles about like, oh yeah, Kaishi, like he's more of a businessman than he is like a creative. Yeah. Like I don't know why people even refer to him as a creative because that's not his jam. And we're starting to see that that's not his jam. fuck. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping it's not the same for Shinji. I hope part two is good, but he's not directing part two.
1: It looked interesting. As somebody who only saw you play the first one and then saw this kind of trailer, uh, I don't know, it looks really cerebral and it had some interesting moments too. I don't know anything about the lore of the main character.
0: God oh, it sucks and it's trash. Um, but yeah, that's what you told me. Yep.
1: So, I don't know, we'll see. And then their other big one, which got a lot of, I mm. guess I'll use this in quotes, mm. stage time. Stage Uh, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, what is it called? I don't know the subtitle for it. Damn,
0: dog. What is it? It's Wolfenstein, The New Colossus. The new, that's a cool name. Because the first one was The New Order. Yeah. So this is the new series. They're trying to go, you know, kind of drive that one home to you, okay? Looks neat. Uh, it looks real fucking neat. I actually was a big supporter of the first game. The first game I, uh actually i slept on when it came out and then like when i started reading reviews and shit they're like oh no 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 no, this one's like a gem mm-hmm. like you need to just get past like the intro the intro is kind of gives you a bad notion of what the game is going to be because it feels so familiar to that kind of like fps mindless action but mm-hmm. it's not it's actually one of the most thoughtful fucking games there is it mm-hmm. just it just it's such a good character piece dude it's so out of this world that it's such a good character piece because i'll play it soon you should play yeah. it. It's it was on the it was ten dollars in the sale. Oh shit. Yeah, well, you have a copy of it still, so. No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have the new blood, which was download only. Oh really? Yeah, it was the DLC edition they did to it. Oh. Yeah, I bought that. I don't. I think I traded a new order a long Sucks. time ago. Okay. Because I was done with it, I was like, eh, I beat it. Um, but yeah, New Colossus looks fucking fresh. Looks like a, the same everything that I love about the first game is gonna be in the second game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping there's some extra additions to. Kind of like the combat and whatnot, because the combat uh, was good, but it could have been great. Mm -hmm. I think Doom... What was holding it back? Well, just a comparison that, like, Doom, like, solidly, like, defined itself, whereas Wolfenstein still kind of felt like it was the patchwork Frankenstein of ideas that came before it. Mm -hmm. So I want to see it kind of come into its own in that same way, where it's like, this is... When you touch it, I want it to feel distinctly, this is Wolfenstein. Mm -hmm. This is the identity that they made for themselves. Because so far, they're doing that with the story and the tone. I just, you know, I want that gameplay to stand out in the same way. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it feels fresh. It's good. Yeah, looks new. Uh, uh, But yeah, a lot of people are very excited about that. And I think we need more games where um, there's no debate On whether or not you should shoot a Nazi or punch a Nazi, right? To to, to bring it to (laughs) real life, to punch a Nazi. Don't don't shoot anybody, kids. That's not the uh, that's not the takeaway here. But kudos to machine (laughs) machine games. So that was it for Bethesda. That was
1: it. Really, it was so weak.
0: Yeah. Like, that that's kind of
1: the theme for most of this conference for me where I felt very underwhelmed. And I didn't expect anything big for them because they're still supporting Fallout 4. They just released the remaster for Skyrim. They're doing ESO stuff. They're doing everything else. It's like, they're not going to do anything big this it's year. It's like... Next year, they will. It
0: feels like... Maybe they got a a break on the price if they booked ahead. Yeah. You know, it's like if you book three years in a row, Bethesda, and it's like, well, we don't really got that much going Mm -hmm. on next year. No, 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 do it. Do you Mm -hmm. see the prices? Like, like that was like a a decision that happened behind the scenes. Like, fuck it, I guess we're going Mm -hmm. to E3. I don't know what it was because it just felt like them keeping status quo. Whereas, like, EA had announcements, but EA was kind of like pushing that edge of, like, dude, we know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, duh. Uh, The problem with it was. They were making QuakeCon announce, uh, announcements at E3. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have fucking killed if they went to QuakeCon and was sure. like, we revealed new Colossus here, or we revealed Evil Within. Like, those feel like announcements suited for that. Mm-hmm. Come back to E3 when you have another goddamn Elder Scrolls yeah. to drop on us, okay?
1: We need a big AAA thing.
0: Yeah, so. essentially. I mean, not, not to take away from Wolfenstein. No, I'm sure that's gonna... I'm sure a lot of people are on that. AAA, yeah. and then uh, not to take away from Evil Within 2, being confused for AAA. Yeah. And <laughs> so, uh, that wraps up Bethesda for us. So we got Ubisoft next, which Ubisoft, for the first time in many years, uh, took the stage at E3 and did not shit themselves completely. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. Actually. They had a lot to show. They had a lot to show. They they unfortunately it's like a it's a bittersweet thing because they kind of used um, <sighs> Aisha Tyler. Mm. Aisha Tyler is kind of the figurehead for Ubisoft for, for a few years though and it's kind of sad to see that one drop off where because she was so good but at the same time she was still part of the problem of like this is a corporation trying too hard to like you know condescend to speak to the audience mm-hmm. or speak to the the plebs that purchase <laughs> the games and whatnot because it always felt that way where it's just like ugh, there's so much money in front of my eyes. <laughs>
1: <coughs> well, usually she's a good, like, like uh, voice piece for the gamers, but it just didn't work out for that one. It felt a little too company-ham-fisted.
0: Yeah, yeah, it felt forced. There's always something there that just, like, this doesn't feel natural, and it could feel natural. Mm-hmm. But, um, so it was, it was a shake-up to see them to go against that grain and kind of advance the way that they do conferences. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is an improvement. Yeah. Like, you just... Like what, one or two times they did like a big, you know, like somebody's coming out on stage when they had Miyamoto show up uh, with Eve's Guillermo, mm-hmm. uh to show off the Rabbids game yeah. it was their big announcement, which is, what, what is it called again? It's a uh, Mario plus Rabbids. Uh, Kingdom's Kingdom, Battle. Kingdom's yeah. Battle. Yeah, okay. Um... It's going to be Mario versus Rabbits. Yeah. There we go. There it is. So when you see
1: Princess Peach looking like a rabbit and Yoshi doing the same, you know it's. <laughs> what just does that. a rabbit look like, Princess Peach? There it is, yeah. <laughs> The real conundrum.
0: Get that headcanon right. <laughs> um, so it doesn't look bad. No, it looks I, the, interesting. Like people were expecting some sort of goofy party game. Mm-hmm. And instead, here they looks come out. Of tactical. The Here's a fucking, like, a strategy game yeah. using Mario characters. Like XCOM for you fucking. <laughs> and it's like, you know, the, our heart still breaks out there because it's like, well, that's not exactly Super Mario RPG, but. Man sure yeah. <laughs> like we'll take it i guess
1: it might be good it'll be better than sonic and mario at the winter olympics i think
0: that's a hard sell for kids though i mean the, they'll they'll buy it because of the box art but like i don't know how many of them are going to be like into this fucking strategy rpg
1: yeah it seems a little too advanced for like their core audience with
0: cover mechanics it looks like fucking uh XCOM for kids yeah like XCOM Junior. What? What do you? What? Like, I'm not sure. You gotta train him young. But it looks cool. Like, it does. It's. It's not necessarily. I. I don't know if it necessarily excites me. I don't really give a shit about that. I. Don't, I just don't like strategy games. I don't no, like you don't. For it. I have no patience. That's what it is. <laughs> I have no patience when it comes to video games. I want to do now, and I want to hurt.
1: Yeah, you don't want to sneak. You don't want to be strategic. <clears throat> no,
0: come on. What?
1: Uh, what else we got? We got a uh, transference. What it's that vr game that they announced with elijah wood <laughs>
0: oh shit i forgot all about that <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck are you talking about transference yeah Is that, that johnny depp movie um okay. or
1: transferring that all the
0: yeah it's transferring <laughs> kojima like, tactic Hideo, like it's just him laughing at you for three so hours it's supposed VR.
1: to be ubisoft montreal and elijah wood's film company specter vision they're basically coming together to do a psychological thriller in vr okay yeah I like Elijah Wood. He's an interesting guy to me. He does some weird things. He's like the James Franco of a different generation. <laughs> but, like, I like him.
0: Uh, I, I don't know if I... Anything VR just doesn't excite me. I'm not... We're we're both not there no, we're for not. VR stuff. And, like, it's like... VR is one of those things that you have to have, like, your friend show you. Yeah. And like, you go over to their house and be like, this is cool.
1: Which actually happened to us. It happened to <laughs> us. We went to Colorado and yeah. we got turned on to VR.
0: Right. I did, I did not get turned on to VR. Oh. Thank you very much. There's All one right. thing that's
1: going to turn me on to it. Yeah. Uh, the, the Final Fantasy 15 fishing oh, game. Oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah, which we'll get on
0: to. That shit looks so hot. Anyway. So um, there's that. Um, what else I got? Skull and bones. Which looked fucking dope, mm-hmm. actually. Looked really cool. Uh, graphics are great. Had a hot lady captain yep. doing her thing, making making uh, people scream SJW into the sky yeah. while
1: shaking their fists. She put the bone in my skull and bones.
0: okay. Wow. <laughs> Should I edit that? Uh, no, no, keep it. We'll keep it. No, keep good. that. <laughs> keep that. Just, just in case we need to like build a profile <laughs> on you. Okay. Um. So that one looked cool. What was, what, what was the other? Uh, we oh, the, the crew too. The crew too. What? Yeah. All right. So here, here, humble audience. Here's another question for you guys. <laughs> Is the crew? crew a thing? It is though. Is the crew a thing? I sold so many
1: pre-owned copies of the crew. Because, like, I dude, I saw. know
0: like the division definitely a thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Far Cry, super a thing. Mm-hmm. Is the crew a thing? Because I don't think it's a thing. Is it fun? Like, I don't know. I've never played it. Fuck, now I, want, I kind of want to play it, but I heard, like, uh, the first one is plagued by so many stupid problems, so many quality of life problems. Mm-hmm. like like um, Quality of life problems at a racing game? Yeah, like, driver AI is uh. really shitty and, and, like, shit like that. It just doesn't congeal. That sucks. Um, but I guess it did a hell of a lot better than Drive Club. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. right now. Because like when you when you mention like these fucking C list like car games, I'm like the crew and drive club are definitely <laughs> yeah. on that list. And then like the B quality could be Need for Speed one year, yeah. and then it would be A quality the next yeah. year after that. But otherwise, like Forza is always just I was gonna say how are you you premiere list? against like
1: Forza Seven? Like, yeah, just... like
0: that A list is always up there. Like fuck, yeah. what what are you doing up there? And like Gran Turismo shows up so in often that it it remains an A list member before anybody could say anything. Like hey, you know what? you guys aren't as innovative. Where'd Gran Turismo go? Hortz mm-hmm. is just fucking like sitting down drinking a cooler. I don't know. <laughs> he left the room. Um, what else do we have from Ubisoft uh, that was interesting? Well, we had
1: Origins which we talked about.
0: Origins, they show a little bit more. Cool. Yeah,
1: looks cool. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2.
0: Okay, so that was the big showstopper. Yeah. Which, well, they had two, um, There's
1: two left which Far Cry 5 we know about. We know about that. We talked uh, about Far Cry 5. Bulls you uh, be God, Good and evil.
0: Seeing seeing gameplay for Far, Far Cry 5 was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it looks really interesting. And I think... And the more that I see of it, the more I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of a bold choice. Dude.
1: Yeah. seems like, really brash and
0: out there. This and is a really bold choice. you could fuck, fuck in. animals in it. Because it's like, if you're going to set like a war or like set like a gunfighting game in the U.S. and it's not like an invading force... Mm-hmm. Like, you're shooting Americans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to get some fucking uh, Breitbart articles. (laughs) It's going to be brutal. Definitely. But that's why I'm super excited about it, actually. I'm Mm -hmm. just like, yes. Because I was like, how do you follow a primal, man? Yeah. Because Far Far Cry 4 was like, eh, it was okay. More of the same. Yeah. And then Primal was like, shit, yeah, we're going real. That felt real real fresh. Real fresh and out there with it. Like, what can 5 do? And it's like.
1: They're just going to light Americana on fire.
0: I was like oh shit yeah. that's probably the next like otherwise I'd be like w- w- what are you gonna do like a fucking let's do like a, 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 a Far Cry set in Canada but that'd like be interesting. but like do something nuts like that'd Amer- be cool for a DLC like America's invading because they need Canada's water and so uh, you're just shooting Americans in that game as Canadians that'd be sick
1: like a We Stand on Guard situation yeah yeah exactly Brian K. Vaughn's in on there that one go.
0: too <laughs> uh, this episode of The Room is brought to you by Brian K. Vaughn he's a good man <laughs> and Image Comics <laughs> and... get you one <laughs> image they're like marvel but smart (laughs) that's their slogan uh Uh, so beyond good and evil 2 i've never played beyond good and evil i've i hear a lot of good things it was a cult classic um apparently this game has been like i won't i won't say 15 years in the making because apparently they showed off this cg trailer And it's been, like, this on and off relationship of, like, whether or not this game is, like, either canned or Mm -hmm. happening. And now it's happening. But they're kind of like, we need your help to make it. I'm like, what the fuck? Do you need us on Kickstarter? What's going (laughs) on? Like, Ubisoft ain't backing you guys anymore? Um, But I haven't played it. I don't know much about it. Uh, Apparently, it went from, like, rated T to hard M. Yeah. Uh, from one monkey man saying fuck as many po- that <sighs> times possible uh, on an E3 station. Leave it to Ubisoft to bring fuck. They're always the first fuck of a conference typically. Yeah. I mean Bethesda took it this year I think with uh, Wolfenstein. Oh true. Dropped a few fucks. I did. Uh, and it's acid. Forgot about that. Oh yeah that was crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Drop some fucks and drop some acid. Bethesda's... That game's
1: going to be off the wall.
0: Oh I hope so. Um, uh, but... So it's okay. I don't know. I I don't know, I don't think, uh, I think one um, concerning thing for me if I was a big fan of Beyond Good and Evil is Mm -hmm. that the first thing that we're seeing from it from like five years ago was like the last trailer it did Mm -hmm. is another CG trailer. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel good. No. And to the point where it's like, it was a pretty long trailer too, like this whole thing, but it was exciting because like you're seeing characters and and the world and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, but that's not the game. And that's like concerning to me. Yeah. I'm just like, so what is this game? What, what the fuck? Now I'm hearing shit that it might be a Switch exclusive for a year? That's weird. What? Wow. I'm like, so that's a disconnect in my mind already between okay. like this really fucking intricate CG trailer mm-hmm. to like, ain't no way Switch game's looking like yeah. that trailer. <laughs> so yeah. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. People were excited. Cool. I mean, for a game that was
1: announced in what, like 2008 and has had no continuity across the past two consoles. Nothing. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I never played the first one.
0: Nothing but a remastered edition. Yeah, of the first game.
1: Uh, apparently, this one's supposed to kind of play like I don't know Zelda. I hear there's like Zelda-like <laughs> adventure components
0: to it, which is cool. I
1: don't know.
0: We'll hey, see. We'll we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But now they say the fuck word. That really wraps it up for you, uh, yeah. Ubisoft. But they had uh, a really competent showing actually this year, which I am. It's good for them. Shocked uh, enough to actually hold their own against Bethesda in their own I'm conference. Shock. I would say they had a better conference than Bethesda. Yeah, for sure. Hell, I would say they even had a better conference than EA. At that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Fucking definitely. Even though the EA went with the whole, like, let's show 18 minutes of goddamn Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, multiplayer, uh, I, I just felt like there wasn't really anything propping up that mm. uh, conference as much as EA. <sighs> Sorry, uh, as much as Ubisoft kind of, like, knocked it out of the game. Yeah. Um, Next, we got Sony. Yeah, so Sony is going to take uh, a. Yeah. It's gonna take some
1: time. I guess I don't know. For me, <laughs> Sony's conference this year was a lot less exciting than twenty sixteen. I feel like that oh conference for sure had so much to boast and it backed it up immediately. We had Resident Evil Seven announced and then we had playable demos within like the hour. Dude, they
0: they you announced know? fucking God of War. Yep. Resident Evil Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man yep. for PS4. Like, they, they, it was, my head was yep. goddamn spinning, and they ended with Days Gone, which is a weird choice. Mm-hmm. But it was still like, It was oh, crazy. Shit.
1: Like, they broke next. But this was kind of their year for follow-up. It's like, okay, here's what we announced last year. Here's how we're going to make it. Like, even more showing that it's going to be in your hands soon.
0: Yeah, it so. was really just doubling down. Um, Maybe,
1: I feel like PSX, we're going to get some good new stuff.
0: But I feel like the next time that you were going to show me Spider-Man, like, fucking give me, like, a date. <laughs> yeah. I think they just Instead said of like, 2018. They just said 2018. It was just um, like, all oh, right. But it looks cool. Um, and I'm just like, are you so you guys are really just going with just calling it Spider Man? Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. That's not going to be confusing at all.
0: That it might be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it will be. That's the thing.
0: Um, okay. So let's go through. So they opened the show with Uncharted. Yep. And a Thanks. nice little musical number mm-hmm. with some nice LED uh, sand <laughs> or whatever is <laughs> happening there. Uh, there's a sound fuck up on most streams, by the way. Oh where like I, you couldn't hear like dialogue or anything for a little yeah. while. Yeah, it was pretty weird. I didn't
1: catch this one live. This is this a Nintendo? I didn't catch live at all. So. Okay,
0: so an Uncharted Lost Legacy. So they're trying to reinforce the idea that that's a full fledged game, yeah, rather than just like a DLC edition, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. Um,
1: My thing is, is it going to be additive to Uncharted Four, or is it going to have its own disc?
0: It's it's its own
1: disc. It's its own disc. Correct. But it's not going to be a sixty dollars game. No. Okay gonna be like a 40 30 game. or 40 yeah,
0: 40 actually okay. 40 on the dot uh so which i think is a good message because it's just like it's gonna be a smaller experience mm-hmm. in some way or more compact experience than you might expect from a mainline release in the series but it's still like this is a game mm-hmm. so i'm i'm th- that's gonna be good no matter yeah. what it'd be cool i want to see Sunny some dog.
1: some play between nadia and what was it claire or is it who is that chloe chloe yeah i think that'll be cool or no it is chloe you're right. Chloe. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, looks beautiful looks typical uncharted though so
0: i don't remember like this list is not helping me i don't remember the actual like how they showed shit at the conference Mm -hmm. i just know kind of the big things Uh, Uh, so um confusing well first of all the pre-show that they did they fucking there are some announcements where it's like that's kind of weird that you'd leave that out of the main show like they showed matterfall for the first time which is the House game that's been being kind of like brewed behind the scenes that they announced a long time ago. Hmm. And then nothing happened and then they fucking RezoGen launch and then suddenly there's at PSX there's this whole other House game hmm. that I forget the goddamn name to, where it's just like, What is this? Is this is this? Was powerful? it a twin stick thing? Yes. Yeah, it was. I think you, you mentioned it when you went to PSX. Yeah, it was really rad, it. but I was just like, Wait, this isn't Matterfall but they showed Matterfall and I was like oh okay mm. fun times I don't know why you wouldn't want that at your showcase It's cool and then Undertale Undertale is coming to PS4 what the what, what? you know yeah. like that's kind of a big announcement to make I guess but then again you know I know nothing about Undertale besides the fact that people are fucking feverish about it yeah I hear it's cool and it's kind of hard Feverish to the point where I don't want to talk about it with anyone. <laughs> I'm just like, no, 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 shut up. It's, it's
1: one of those <laughs> games, I guess, like the animation's really unique and it's got a lot of charm, yeah. charm to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so. I'll, I'll get the old try. But uh, back to the main conference, uh, they showed a little more Destiny 2, mm-hmm. which whatever. I, I'm, I hope Destiny 2 doesn't become one of those games where it's like, you know how you can just shut off when they show another Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. Like real, it's like, dude, I know it's coming out it's it's fine yeah I feel like Call of Duty I, I want to see it on my own terms yeah where it's like let me go to the YouTube video and just check out what's going on mm-hmm. rather than just like have to sit through a fucking presentation of it but yeah uh, not not to diminish what they're doing with uh, World War 2 because here's two factors uh, one you're not a jetpack fucking Elysium Matt Damon anymore awesome mm-hmm. two it's being made by Sledgehammer who gave us Advanced Warfare yep. which was fucking great actually so excited about that one um God of War, it's a big one for me. It's looking real cool.
1: Looks real good. Uh, that game needed a fresh coat and new ideas to it, and mm-hmm. I like the idea of setting uh, Kratos like decades, centuries down the line in another like region. Like I don't know, Norse mythology is really interesting to me, and there's so much you could play around with in terms of like having to fight gods or like mythological creatures, and you like you even get to see one of them, the giant fucking river snake, mm-hmm. the Jarmungandor or whatever his name is.
0: I'm sure yeah. I didn't learn his name. We're not on a first-name <laughs> basis, me well, and That's, that's actually...
1: Uh, why do I know that? Because it's the name, I think, of Thor's hammer. Okay. Or, or one of his weapons. Um, so Muldioneer
0: is Thor's hammer. Okay, so
1: there's that one, but there's another weapon. It's named uh, Jarmagandha. I forget what it is, though. But... That's really cool. Um, I like the story with his uh, son. I think that's a cool little arc. I think
0: that's a a really cool grounding element. Well, it Um, almost
1: feels like a moment of redemption for him to where mm -hmm. he can kind of get something right with the family that he couldn't do in like, you know, the Greek setting games where it's like his whole family fucking died at his hands.
0: So this is like (laughs) the big thing that God of War needed because I think kratos is one of the most despicable uninteresting characters that triple a gaming has ever produced Mm -hmm. uh more so than master chief where master chief is kind of like this blank slate that you can kind of project onto kratos is like this blank slate of rage
1: steaming pathos of like there's too much going on it's like
0: you don't want to be him because it just it's like uh, what am i doing by the time you get to part three you're just like why am i killing anybody yeah what the fuck? <laughs> like, what am I... Didn't I kill Zeus already? Like, what happened Yeah, here,
1: here? I am fighting him in first person again, just for the hell of it. I
0: feel like I killed him, like, three times yeah. as is, but whatever. So it was
1: really tired by then, for sure. Yeah. And they had, like, a few iterative titles between, but... Four looks cool. Uh, I like that they acknowledge the fact that he had the chains of Olympus at one point. Like, he comes across a rune, it's like, oh, that that was me in a former life, but...
0: I like that a lot, and I like that that isn't just, like, this is just, like, a reboot, where yeah. it's like, no, he's come a long way, but he still probably has to face mm-hmm. his past in that way. So I think that that was a really clever choice on their part. Santa uh, Monica's gonna fucking get yeah. with this.
1: Gameplay looks cool. Uh, I like the sort of axe combat. That was one of my favorite parts of the originals, where the gameplay, nothing felt like that. And I haven't played Devil May Cry or any games like that, so I don't really know about their hack and slash elements. But that one... There's a reason I went back to those games so many times. It just felt good to have in my hands. And this one looks good, too, with, like, the axe combat and the things you can do. But it
0: looks a little different, whereas, like, those games uh, would especially have, like, fixed perspectives. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one seems to center the combat on Kratos. Yeah. Where, like, you're following him. Where you are going? So... And it looks like it's a little more slowed down, a little more... um, Thoughtful. ...weighty to the combat, rather than just, like, the floaty, like, I'm gonna juggle every motherfucker Mm -hmm. that comes my way, so... Uh, I, I I really want to play that one. That one's that that one's definitely gonna be like. Yeah. This is like the first God of War to do this for me. Whatever it's mm-hmm. doing is like the first one where I'm like, yeah, yeah I I could dig on that pretty hard. Um. What else did we get there? So they showed a bunch of fucking VR shit.
1: Okay. Yeah, they really did, <laughs> including
0: uh, cracking open a cold one with the
1: boys simulator, <laughs> Monster of the Deep with the boys. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Because dude, if
1: you're. Favorite part of 15 wasn't fishing to get those fishing points. To get up, the fuck out. To get the fuck
0: out. Dude, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong.
1: Knocked. You're so mighty <laughs> with the rod.
0: Dude. We fucking both maxed out our fishing yeah. in that game. We had to. We did. It was had great because we wanted platinum for that platy plat. So. But although, this looks interesting. It, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it looks cool. No, dude. no, it doesn't. It's okay. It doesn't. It's not. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Just bring back Sega Marine Fishing, man. True. That's all. That's where my life's at. Um, um, so yeah, a
1: bunch of VR shit. We I want to talk care.
0: about. Um, so on Capcom's front, whereas I thought they were going to show some uh resident evil 2 remake might mm-hmm. have been like the first no wrong didn't show it they well they went...
1: mentioned it was coming like that it is in development and what'd mm-hmm. you say if it if it wasn't shown at e3 it's not coming anytime soon
0: yeah no because like somebody like felt like they i think it's like a mistranslation or something where uh devon the project was like it's coming soon it's mm-hmm. like no it's not it's i i think what he means is say it's gonna be revealed soon yeah they're working on. they've it. been working on it for two years uh as is it got announced in 2015 mm-hmm. Um, I think the first time we're going to see is a TGS. That, 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 here was not the time or place. They did show some Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, which, uh, the big thing with that was oh, the demo's available right here and now, the single player demo. And it sucked. <laughs> you played it and It just feels so weird. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's such a re, it's. The shocking thing is is that the game just smacks of recycled assets and just it's just low budget. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what well, how did that happen?
1: Yeah, for some for a company that's boasting like hyper realistic character models and everything, it just looks old, it looks cheap. That's There's the thing too, it where it's like fresh.
0: it needed it it, it felt like nobody came to a decision on the art style yeah. of the game so there isn't an art style it's yeah. just kind of like everything's prototype and everything feels weird and apparently there was this um i guess this gaff rumor actually i don't think i think it was reddit because gaff usually follows up on the yeah shit. somebody said that they worked uh close to the project that it was mandated by marvel to make the capcom fighters uglier than the marvel characters hmm. so that you know people would I guess glorify or choose the Marvel characters more. Mm. And then uh they in the campaign it said that a lot of the Capcom characters have very minimal effect on the story. It's all pretty much the Marvel the show. What the fuck? And so the other thing that's weird about that game is that uh most of the cast is from Ultimate Marvel vs Capcom 3. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. Yeah. Like when I was thinking of Marvel 4, like, the most exciting thing is to, like, kind of think, like, so what could they do with modern Marvel? They got fucking Spider-Gwen, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, Deadpool's, like, rocking it right now. I mean, they had Deadpool in the last game, but yeah. uh, fucking Cyclops went evil, like, a little while ago, and his design is totally different. That would be cool to bring him back. Uh, nope. nope. we're gonna use all the same fucking characters and, and, and even remove fact, characters. We're gonna remove all the X Men. <laughs> like <laughs> like what the game? Fuck. So yeah, playing the demo doesn't feel good, and the mm-hmm. story's really fucking hokey. So I don't. That's not the hell to die on for that kind of game. It's like I wasn't looking for injustice style narrative. Yeah. I was just actually looking for more gameplay loops to like engage with. But I don't even think they're gonna give us that. I think this one's gonna be a bigger disaster than Street Fighter Five, for sure. I think people, the FGC is going to fucking backlash against it so hard. They are, in fact, the one game that we gleamed over, because who gives a shit, is that uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, the graphics look super anime realistic in that game, yeah. and it looks like a better Marvel versus Capcom than the latest That's Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> uh, but then they also did a reveal for Monster Hunter World. Looks really great. Which actually looks really good. Yeah. But th- th- this is coming from two people that have not played nope. Monster Hunter, have no interest in that franchise as uh, a whole.
1: I don't know. I've had some intrigue. I just haven't had the means because, like, I didn't have a.
0: Oh yeah, you didn't want to play it on? I like, have a Wii, Wii U. U. Yeah, yeah like,
1: I, okay. that was my one thought about why I wanted to get a Wii U. I was like, I can get this Monster Hunter game. It looks really neat.
0: Yeah, it looks fresh. Um, um, but but then, like, I it, it. I, there's some outcry from fans of the series because, like, it looks like they're just like moving away from the things that they love about Monster Hunter, which says to me is that they're trying to like deweeb. Uh, Monster Hunter mm-hmm. they're trying to like make people like us make it more accessible interested. and I think that's what world should be yeah uh, cause Monster Hunter fucking kills it in Japan they do and it has kind of a following out here but if you go to the av- average gamer and be like hey you played Monster Hunter You're like no mm-hmm. what's it on oh 3DS yeah exactly <laughs> like, like no that... I had
1: so many friends who actually kind of jumped for the special edition 3DS for it cause they were super new. it I was like what is
0: this yeah why like I'm this? just like what is this why yeah. is it yeah so I'm I, at first, I thought it was a Dino Crisis, and that, that fucking breaks my heart that it's it's not. It's never going to be a Dino Crisis. I don't care what reveal mm-hmm. they do. The, the next 18 Capcom reveals, I could bet you $10,000 that not a single one of them will be Dino Crisis.
1: You'll get it eventually, man. It's, just, it's not happening
0: <laughs> it's right not now. It's not going to happen. Um, But yeah, that looks super interesting. I was actually yeah. really excited by that. Uh, Here's a one that I wasn't excited by. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Why? Why am I not excited by that? Mm-hmm. I didn't like Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. That's why. Okay, well... It played like shit. Here's my
1: my Anyone that says
0: different is wrong. It looks yeah, okay. amazing. Okay.
1: It looks so good. It's cool that uh, Japan Studio is obviously in there, but a different studio is developing it. Correct. Hopefully with that, they can course correct and make it mechanically a little more sound because that was probably one of the worst parts about that and <clears> you know, <throat> later what they did with Last Guardian where like, the mechanics just like didn't feel good to have your hands on mm-hmm. at all the times. If they can refine that, this might smash the original out of the park.
0: Yeah that's the potential there is is really big yeah. I just think um, it was a weird reveal because you didn't really know what the fuck it was.
1: I don't know. I saw the first like few seconds I knew I was you, like I knew it was new I Shadow, didn't know but why. I was just like yes that was a big like
0: why is <laughs> yeah. this happening? I was like wait, are they just porting the remaster? See that's another confusing part. It's like so you're remaking a game that's already been remastered. See that's where I was just like, what are you selling? Mm-hmm. what are you doing? so wait a second <laughs> yeah you're just going back and doing Shadow all over again okay you could have clarified like yeah. even if you just fucking said remake <laughs> like on the bottom you know Square Enix has no goddamn problem doing that for Final sure. Fantasy 7 I was just like so what is this but yeah that's my greatest hope too I I hope that I can get into that game because I want the controls to not be bad mm-hmm. but there was a little old uh, uh, Studio Japan game that came out last year that controlled very badly mm-hmm. And that happened in 2016. It's true. So I don't have high hopes for a Shadow well, in 2018. Let's to play hope much better.
1: The development for this is less troubled. <clears> let's hope <throat> the team is a bit more focused and you know they can make a better quality game there. We'll see. It looks promising. It looks better than any other game they've had put out.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah, so don't we'll don't, see. I don't, I don't, um, other
1: small things in between. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, Frozen Wilds. Uh, I didn't finish that game. So you should. It's great. Um, I knew they were going to announce DLC. I didn't know that they were going to save it for this, so that's cool.
0: No, that's cool. Uh, you would almost think that that would be more of like a PSX announcement, but I guess it's going to come out before PSX at that point because mm-hmm. it's slated for the fall. Uh, they didn't really say what it was, but it is interesting that they had Aloy in her special suit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, so definitely takes place after the game, yeah. is what they're trying to say. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be as much of a continuation of the main through line of the game as much as it is probably just gonna be super super like expansion territory where it's mm-hmm. like here's a side story that doesn't matter. I'm good DLC usually brings in elements that are like, oh fuck yeah that that kind of brings the world together a little more for mm-hmm. me or you know is a nice little epilogue to something I I don't know what this is gonna be, so we'll see. We'll see, because like one of the big things is that it takes place like in the frozen lands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big chunk of the game already does that, so that's it's, what I thought. It's not really like yeah. a big whoop. So, but yeah, we'll see. More Horizons, good. I can't get mad about yeah. that. And then uh, what else really was there? <clears throat> well, Spider Man. We yeah, Spider Man was a big thing at the end, and I'm excited for it. Uh, one of the concerning things about the. I guess kind of the gameplay reveal that they showed was that there's a shitload of QTEs in mm-hmm. that footage, like maybe more than I'm comfortable with.
1: I, I dubbed it maybe like 45%.
0: It was a lot. Yeah, it was to the because like it was like a, a lot of the coolest moments in that like gameplay demonstration, dude. That's all like pre-scripted, man. That, mm. that that's like not you. You're yeah, not, you're not doing that. <laughs> sure. So it's like it's 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 all ooze and ahs, but it's like I'm looking at like so what is my actually moment-to-moment gameplay in that game. Mm. And it looked like that was from, like, a story mission rather than, like, something that's, like, more, more emergent yeah. or in the open world. But combat looks interesting, looks good. It does. I like how um, kind of freeform it feels. Mm-hmm. It
1: reminds me of Arkham, and it looks like it's going to be really cool to have your hands on.
0: Uh, the web-slinging looks like they got it right. Yeah. Looks like they nailed that one. I, But, you know, could fall apart in your hands. I don't think it will. I think Insomniac did really good work with uh, Sunset Overdrive, so I'm not mm. scared of them doing an open world. Um, I'm hoping that what they could do is inject a lot of spider-man into it and what i mean by that is that they actually like dig into the lore and they're not afraid of some of the aspects like you know spidey becomes a ceo at some point in the new comics which Mm -hmm. is kind of a a divisive that's interesting but it's like let's not ignore that shit. yeah i don't know Uh, because they they keep on talking about how like this is in its own independent universe and Mm -hmm. whatnot and you know to agree the arkham games are but they just feel so in tune with the narrative from the comics and, like, things that have happened in the history of Batman. Yeah. It feels like Batman.
1: When I had my hands on uh, Arkham Asylum, it just felt so like, lore-heavy. <laughs> like, there there was story and characters oozing out of every corner of that game, and it was so rich. And mm-hmm. I hope they can do that with this. Um, I,
0: I hope so, too. But, you know, again, you're working with, like, New York. <laughs> sure. So how much of it can, you know, bleed Spider-Man and still be, like, the setting of New York and whatnot? I, yeah. I scene. mean, well, that's the thing. Like, Spider-Man is New York. New York is Spider-Man. Like, they're one and the same. Yeah, but, I get that. Um, but it's, it's hard to be like, you know, where in Batman it's like fucking the dude from Hush like wrote these cute little messages on the wall where it's yeah. like, I'm not going to notice that when I'm fucking like web-slinging like through Manhattan. Yeah, you <laughs> might be right. Like, I'm not going to notice shit like that. So it's hard to get that kind of uh, world building into a Spider-Man game. I think that's one of the toughest. That, that's why Benox had some su- success because it... Uh, instead of being open world it went to like the Savage Lands and shit like that and Mm -hmm. places from Marvel Comics and it was like this feels more comic book and more in tune with Spider-Man than just an open world game where you're going through New York Mm -hmm. those always had this weird disconnect kind of you know Mm -hmm. like even the Spider-Man original movie game where it's just like you're fucking Tobey Maguire going from rooftop (laughs) to rooftop it's just something doesn't feel right because I don't feel like I'm in that universe I didn't fuck
1: with that one so
0: hopefully Insomniac kind of gets that but it looks exciting. It looks good. Not coming out this year. No. Definitely not coming not at out this all. year. But they it'll be that. big when it does. So, of our predictions, uh, none of them really came true. What do you mean? Uh, we predicted on the last episode that... Uh, well, I predicted that uh, Last of Us 2 would make another show. But uh, Naughty Dog went out of their way to say that this is more of like... Uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy is time to shine. Mm-hmm. They're like, there's more to show you, which I yeah. think that's gonna be another, that's gonna be another PSX get. Yeah, and that's another thing. People are just like, man, all the wow factor. Like, oh, 2016 was so much better. Yeah, it was, but I feel like they are sp- sp- like hedging their bets, mm-hmm. like splitting the difference between the fact that Sony has their own show that's actually becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. And they're having it at Anaheim again this year? They announced that at the fucking show? Yeah, to
1: announce it months in advance, this time was really smart, as opposed to what they did last year, where they announced it like weeks before. Yeah, I know.
0: They're like really listening to the feedback. They're making that a thing, so I wouldn't be surprised where it's like, hey, remember Big Game fucking X, for instance, like the Sucker Punch game that was definitely a no-show this Mm -hmm. year, uh, that that. we know is happening, but apparently they won't reveal? Mm -hmm. That's going to be PSX. That has to be PSX this year. There's no way. There's Mm -hmm. no way you're going to skip E3. Um but yeah, that's... So for
1: you, your predictions ran <clears throat> off. Mine were kind of right on. Like, I didn't think yeah. anything huge was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a more supportive year.
0: Yeah. Supplemental <laughs> year. Kind of a transitional year, yeah. I guess. But we'll see. Maybe next year would be a big fucking year. Probably. I don't know. But it's like, it's, it's hard to say. Like, I feel like we're losing perspective because it's like, the beginning of this year, before E3 even happened, it's fucking huge. five huge major yeah. good games came out. Sure. The kinds of games that would float an E3. Like if you announce Persona 5 at a show, people would go nuts, you mm-hmm. know, or, <clears throat> or fucking Resident Evil 7, which we did go nuts over last mm-hmm. year. Like that happened, came, delivered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Horizon, we saw that at two E3s. Yep. Fucking delivered. came, delivered. You know, it's like, give them some slack. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not coming down
1: hard on it. I'm just saying it's a little underwhelming. I, I get it. You yeah. can't be firing on all cylinders every year. You have to no. kind of take a setback. Because you're going to burn out your teams. You're going to burn out your properties. So. Right.
0: Right. And they've already planted a lot of those seeds. It's like, dude, they have a God of War, a Spider-Man, a yeah. Last of Us. So they're big. In development.
1: Like, ten years ago, that's all we would need. We wouldn't need, like, fucking ten other AAA titles to come out simultaneously. That's like,
0: oh, scary. You're in a big boom. Auburn's scary. Like oh, we that. skipped over Days Gone. huh Which... Okay. we may continue to skip over Days Gone. Yeah. Not to say that it's going to be anything bad. I'm sure it's going to play excellently, but there's just something so homogenized about that game Yeah. that like, I just, it's like... Eh, okay. I feel like I've seen
1: it before. It looks like it's going to play well, but... I feel
0: like I've eerily seen it before. Yeah, It's a little bit Last of Us. It's a little bit uh, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It's not really distinct. So I, I don't know if that's going to be a big... I don't know if that's going to be as big of a hit as they think it might be. Yeah. I know they're pushing for it to be that. I don't know why. You already have a Last of Us. <laughs> right, and it's it like a really confusing well. thing. Yeah, like it does really well, and you have another in development. So I don't know why you're like, fuck, there's this, there's this zombie gap <laughs> that we need to fill.
1: I, I don't know why people think that zombies are still like feverishly in like that, too. It's like, let it go. They're not
0: feverishly in, but I love zombies. I there's, love zombie games.
1: I don't need a zombie game every
0: year, though. Sometimes I don't want to have a moral dilemma about the things I kill.
1: I don't. It's a video
0: game. A video game, yeah. I'm killing zombies. No moral dilemma. Kill monsters, No. no okay. Huh. You don't feel bad about uh, uh, destroying an enemy team's mercy, she's just trying to keep sometimes. her team alive.
1: Actually, to be fair though, even sometimes I have dilemmas killing monsters, okay. Like, killing the monsters in Shadow of the Colossus, uh, right. mind you, there's 16 of them, they're going extinct, okay. And in my, my head, there's a moral dilemma. It's like, should I be killing these things? Like, they're very unimposing. I'm just killing them because I have to, and you to just kill 16 ma- of them, and it's just like. I murdered their species right there. And there's a moral dilemma even there, but, like,
0: hey. And the main character, he's doing that so he can get his first finger bang in. Right? Yeah, basically. Okay, like, gotcha. Cool. <laughs> so. Uh, that's I about mean, it for Sony for me. Yeah, that, that's that's defo it for Sony. Oh, fuck. I felt like we were done completely. No, we have Nintendo, which oh we can... Oh, my God, we can, there's yeah. so much. We've got to break this into
1: two. Who cares? We can break... Breeze through Nintendo real quick. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: But they they had some big ones, actually. They
1: did. Uh, so we talked about Mario plus Rabbids, Kingdom Warfare. Uh, yeah, they,
0: they they showed a little yeah. bit more as so that. that um, um, apparently, the, okay, we'll just come out of the gate swinging. Fucking Metroid Prime 4 yes. is happening.
1: Not retro, like I thought. Not but, retro. But they announced it. Everyone says that. That should be the
0: subtitle of the fucking game. Not retro. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, they literally just showed a fucking title card, and people lost their minds, and I guess that's all they have to do, but yeah. we're really not going to see that game for another two, three years. Yeah, especially with
1: the rate that, like, Nintendo's going with things right now. Yeah, we're not going to see that game for two, so. three years.
0: Um, and then, uh, well, they they, they did a little twofer, mm-hmm. the tale of two Metroids, so there's a Metroid <laughs> happening, and they didn't even announce it at the Nintendo Direct yeah. that they made people wake up at 9.30 in the morning for, uh, <laughs> me included, uh, that... Mm-mm. There's a Metroid Return of Samus happening for 3ds. Yep, which is a remake of Metroid Two. Cool. Uh, it's made by Mercury Steam. Not as cool. They don't really have a great track record. They have one Lord of Shadow game that I will mm-hmm. swear by and fucking uh, I'll I'll kill one of my cousins to <laughs> to protect at all cost. And then the rest are garbage. Well, let's hope it
1: doesn't fall in line with the second mm-mm. one mm-mm.
0: or uh, the 3ds one that That's they did true. make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that portrait of? sorrow aria of, no, no 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 it had a weird name it was mirror Fate. yeah that's <laughs> portrait of sorrow aria wait, what i just named like three castle Warriors. you really did that uh no that one wasn't good and so i don't know if they're gonna do as good of a job on this metroid but if you're excited for it cool whatever that's neat i don't have a 3ds anymore i traded it for you the did. switch so the more you can get me playing the switch the better nintendo yeah. <laughs> let's stop looking back at time there's a new yoshi game yep
1: which I spent some time looking at a lot of footage from. They did like the Treehouse special <clears throat> later on, and I got to see like somebody do like a forty-minute demo of it, and it looks really cool. Uh, it reminds me of like the old-school charm of like older N sixty-four games, with like sort of like the hand craftiness of like newer ones, like uh, Yoshi's Woolly wo- uh, Yarn or whatever that is.
0: Woolly Yarn, Woolly what?
1: World. I don't know. War-
0: wholesome World Wand.
1: Yeah, and then it even reminded me of like parts of like the sort of like handmade charm of like Little Big Planet where like everything felt handcrafted and you have like so much dimension within the level where you have like the front stage where you can see mm-hmm. things. But then you're actually able to go like through a second part of the stage where you're behind the scenes and you kind of see like the way like shy guys are rigging the environments and moving the level along and like all the things like that go into it. It's, I don't know. It's really cool. There's uh, charm is like the one thing I could really say about it. It's super charming. But that's got me excited.
0: I heard Charmed, and I was just like... Melissa Milano? <laughs> yeah, Melissa Milano. Melissa Milano, yeah. Okay. Um, Looks good. That looked cool. Uh, they, they We had a little brief, brief ones. There was this really inaccessible looking uh, JRPG. It was, sorry, it was a new Xenoblade, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I'm sure that excites some people out there. It doesn't for me. Uh, there was Fire Emblem Warriors, mm-hmm. which I like the Warriors games, and yep. I don't know anything about Fire Emblem, but this might be my gateway drug. It'll to get Fire you Fire Emblem for sure. Um, again, not a big fan of tactical combat, so I'm not gonna probably play any actual Fire Emblem. Mm, yeah, Warriors Those games are hard. Warriors might be my only uh, foray into that. Uh, Pokemon had a little bit of a showing as well. They
1: did, but really nothing on uh, Pokemon Stars.
0: Well, no. What, what was? What did they show?
1: Well, they kind of uh, hinted that there is going to be, a, like, a Pokemon RPG coming to the Switch soon. Correct. And then, what What did they show? Fuck.
0: I know. Like, fuck. What did they show? <laughs> like, I'm like, wait. Well, they
1: didn't show what we were expecting them to show. No. Um, maybe they just
0: showed more of Ultra Sun and Moon. No, they already did a direct on that. I see real quick. <laughs> I, could, I could be blending the two together, but they... Uh,
1: Pokemon Tournament DX?
0: Which they already showed off yeah. at the other... So they,
1: they didn't really show much.
0: Okay, so that's all they had to say about Pokemon, yeah. which was that... Uh, there is a Pokemon in development for the Switch, which is good news. Mm-hmm. That's what we wanted. Yeah. it is kind of like <clears throat> weird that they wouldn't just be like, "Well, here's Ultra Sun and Moon for the Switch," mm-hmm. or even like, "Here's Ultra Eclipse." Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, it makes me think that they are putting more time and energy into like what they could do with a console version of Pokemon, mm-hmm. which so, is cool. I don't think it's necessarily going to be like oh it's just a 3ds game on my switch i think it might be a much bigger experience than that so that's kind of cool and exciting so yeah. uh they said they we might see more of that like next year yeah or something but yeah sweet fucking great really cool that's that's what we actually wanted to hear from the pokemon show it, it almost yeah. seems like that was like a late stage like addition to the conference mm-hmm. they're like they saw their reaction to the pokemon direct and they're like oh fuck maybe we should have said something about that game yeah. and so they did uh, same for Metroid. They're like, fuck, people just want to see Metroid. Uh,
1: yeah, we've been it, wanting to see it for years. Give like, us something good. They
0: literally greenlit the game that night and ran into an office and were just like, Photoshop this fucking cover <laughs> Get image. the emblem on there. Yeah, get it on there. Um, they showed DLC for Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. which I haven't gotten through the main game, so nope. I'll never get to play it. So uh, you might as well be advertising a yacht. <laughs> Basically. Can't afford a yacht, guys. That's no, true. Um... Mario is really just a showstopper right yeah, there, Yeah, Super huh? Mario Odyssey. There was a lot to show from it. It looked fucking good, yeah. too. And they have this hat bandit mechanic where you can throw your hat on things and possess okay. them. Okay. <laughs> <Well>, that <laughs> so, opens up a lot of moral quandaries right there. It does. About possession and people's rights. Because <laughs> you're just like taking over motherfuckers and I'm controlling your body. Mario doesn't care about human rights or dignity. Mario is a human, though. It's they confirmed that. And like, yeah. Oh, well, I knew that, but he doesn't When care. Nintendo was asked, like, so why doesn't he look like the actual humans in, in like New Dog City? In New, New Dog City, it's like, well, people come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> it was like their only response. <laughs> Which is just so Thank Nintendo. Thank you, Reggie, for just It, it, st- it <laughs> hurts that. how Nintendo responses that. Oh. What do you got going on there? But anyway. Super
1: Mario looks real good. <clears throat> looks real fun. Um, they kind of announced, too, that it's going to be like co-op. Which is interesting.
0: They didn't announce it there, though.
1: Well, they, I think it was, like, announced after the fact in an interview. I forget who did it. It just...
0: Uh, it doesn't matter, though, you know? That's not a selling point.
1: Co-op? For some <laughs> people, it might be. For for a Mario game like that, though, I don't really care about the co-op component to it. They I never...
0: Would... I, I just hate... It's always this fucking weird, like, co-op where it's like, hey, man, do you want to be, like, Mario's glove? Mm-hmm. So, like, the second player just grabs a Joy-Con and he can, like, you know, he can pick Mario's nose as the main player... Yeah. Plays the full game. <laughs> like it just doesn't. Like Super Mario Galaxy had a really shitty co-op thing where it's like, help Mario get stars. Yeah. Get the one. It's, like, it's like shut. The fuck I don't want to play as Cappy and,
1: and do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know about action. Like,
0: it, it just seems like you know, it's okay to just be able to call it a single-player Mario game. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna get fucking like up in arms about. I will Like, no one's gonna get mad at you, dude.
1: Well, especially when you're past like I, don't know, I can't even count how many Mario titles before this had been multiplayer. The Super Mario Maker, all those big ones, like yeah, it was the presence was get your friends in, build levels, do crazy shit.
0: I just give me an open world one like this. I don't care. Is it open world or is it more kind of? Well, it
1: reminds me like um, probably how Galaxy was. Probably okay. how like sixty four was, where there's probably hubs.
0: Yeah, more than likely. Mm-hmm. The game looks really, really fucking cool. It's mm-hmm. one of the few Switch games that I'm actually excited about. For having owned Switch, like there wasn't really anything that's gonna light a fire under my ass to go buy these games I don't I don't give a shit about Splatoon I don't give a shit about ARMS I don't give a shit about everything that the Switch is pushing this year mm-hmm. which sucks like I want to like be in love with the catalog and be like yeah shit this is a good purchasing purchasing uh, choice here mhm Maybe that sucks to realize that maybe I'm just not a Nintendo guy anymore because I feel like any of the titles I mentioned, like diehards would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's my whole year. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, you got the best Zelda ever made. You got Splatoon, the best competitive multiplayer ever made. You got Mario Kart, the best competitive race. And I'm just like, okay, your genres are covered apparently. Like, yeah. Hey, there's other games in those genres I, like, I, I I'm
1: mildly excited about it. For, for some reason, like, they can't excite me in the way that Sony does these days and it, it's weird. It's sad too because like Nintendo used to like light a fire into me with everything.
0: Yeah, same here. And, like, just, I mm. I have
1: intrigue in all these things. Like, I'm kind of stoked for ARMS. I think it's going to be fun even though like it's already out. Um, I think Splatoon, I don't know, it'll be cool but I didn't play the first one. Um, I don't know. We'll see what Nintendo has. Uh, They still have a long way to go in terms of, like, building this system as something we must own. They do, but it's Um, like
0: they need to make that argument soon as well. So, like, waiting in the wings for Nintendo ain't going to work because uh, it takes two years for one of those consoles to fail, apparently. True. That's what happened to the Wii U. So, I, I feel like they need to make a really... I think they're making a good argument to the same people they've always had, though. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, people that were always going to support their games that way. They're always going to go out of their way for a Yoshi. Always going to go out of their way for a fucking new Kirby game mm-hmm. or whatever. It, it's just, like, I don't think they're making a great argument for just, like, everybody or even the hardcore. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's weird where they're at with that because, like, it's like, I... I own three of these consoles, and I'm like, I'm looking at my time investments, and I'm just like, why can't Nintendo buy my time like that anymore? Mm. You know, whereas, like, years on back, we have been like, fuck yeah, dude, GameCube, bleed bleed GameCube purple. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, so I, so yeah, I'm down with Mario, but I didn't see much else that was really, like, super interesting to me. It'll be a while, too. Yeah, and then, you know, we gotta wait, what, forever for Metroid? Okay.
1: Cool. I can see that coming in like 2018, 2019, more likely.
0: Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like down the ways. It's supposed to be like a, a kind of a
1: first-person adventure game, too. Mm-hmm. So,
0: we'll see. F- I hope it is. We'll I see hope it's it something that isn't just like, you know. Uh, other M.
1: Other M. <laughs> <laughs> or it's, something it, real it's bad. It's not
0: going to be that drastic. It's never going to be that drastic again. <laughs> Nothing's going to be Other M no, ever again. No, nothing. <laughs> there will <laughs> only ever be Other M. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. But otherwise they had a, it was a like a good showing. Like mm-hmm. if you were invested in Nintendo properties, yeah. it was a good showing for you. It was a good time. Yeah. Um. They they got in there, they they cut all the fat out. It was literally like 30 to 40 minutes and they were fucking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, here's some Mario, man. And then, clah! <laughs> I mean, but again, yeah, it seems like that that's all anybody's really talking about at the end of Nintendo. It was like, Mario looked good. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's anybody. That's what we were talking about uh, back in January when they did like the whole Switch conference. Then, like mm. if we were talking about Mario pretty heavily. Mario and then, looked like, good. Yeah. Well, Breath of the Wild's the reason we're gonna buy, it, and Mario Kart for sure. But that Mario Don't Fall, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's that's what people who like Nintendo like, though. You know. Yeah, I like Mario like you do. Yeah, I'm not like a raging enthusiast, but I. I grew up with those games. Yeah, I know. There, there's, there's promise,
0: and I think this one is like really experimental. And I'm, I'm I, mm-hmm. Nintendo for some reason just has this free reign that like they have these established properties, but they never have these huge guidelines to like how they go about delivering mm-hmm. that to their audiences. Where it's like this one has fucking weird transmutation with a hat. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. There's a T Rex, but um, you're gonna love it. People look real. You're going <laughs> to jump around New York. It's not New York. It's New Dunk City. Uh-huh. Get a right. <laughs> you know, like shit like that. Yeah. It's really weird that they can play around with that and not just be like, fuck, we've gone, we've gone too far outside of uh, the lines mm-hmm. with with Mario. People are like, no, Mario can do anything. Sure. Mario is the X factor of video games. He's the X variable. <laughs> fuck it. You got a racing game? He's That's a Mario. That's you need rabbits
1: that need exterminating in the kingdom? <laughs> He's That's there. He's Mario. That's <laughs> shit.
0: Somebody like looked at XCOM and was like Mars, <laughs> oh, shit. But otherwise, we got
1: Mario Souls coming to you soon.
0: Uh, e three altogether, it was a, it was an okay year. Yeah. It was more status quo kind of thing. Uh, I felt like, I think Microsoft thought maybe Xbox was going to be bigger, or I I don't know what was happening there because it just feels the same as PS four Pro. Mm-hmm. They just didn't like you know have a really awkward presentation about it They just kind of like took maybe 15 minutes out of their fucking two-hour showcase to basically talk about their the messaging was better than naming
1: is confusing but that's about it naming is
0: bad yeah i don't know what's going on i there's something about this xbox one brand that i feel like we're too far down the tunnel to turn back now (laughs) (laughs) like we should have abandoned one yeah because already that's like wait yeah (laughs) what you just could have called it Xbox 2. Mm-hmm. 360 fucked it up. I did. And 360, 360 became such a name yeah. that was like on everybody's tongue. <laughs> it's a 360. Yeah. It's a complete tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but uh, one other interesting thing that I will note, I guess we can close on, is that this was the first year that E3 is open to the general public. You, mm-hmm. you could have bought uh, a pass. Mm-hmm. Apparently it was like 150 bucks. Yep and walk around the show floor. And I've heard a lot of like secondhand ac- accounts about how it was. Uh, some people said it was worth it. Other people were just like, it's not really set up for, for normal audiences like that. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a PAX. It's a trade show. And I even looked at like some of the pictures coming from the show floor, and I was just like, yo, that's a trade show. That's not a convention. Mm-hmm. That's not like if somebody was, if you told them... If somebody wasn't informed about what E3 was or didn't know what actually like went down there and bought a ticket and went mm-hmm. and was expecting like something like PAX or RTX, oh, oh yeah. be let down. It would be a shock to the system where it's like what the fuck is this? And there is even this kind of um, alienation going on between people that had media passes versus just like public passes. Mm-hmm. And so like you would have Uh, I heard, I think Andre and Renee was talking about it. You would have like developers and people running the booths and they would like check your badge for a second. And if like, if you just had a normal public badge, like, fuck you, I don't even talk to you. (laughs) Like (laughs) like, you're not important. Like you're not, you're not going to get me in Game Informer. You're Mm -hmm. not going to get me on IGN. Fuck you. I'm this person. So I think they really need to work on the nature of it. Obviously it's a success in sheer numbers. They had 10,000 extra attendees there this year. Mm -hmm. And so 150 times 10,000. Yeah, okay. You're you're sitting pretty at that point. Yeah. So I don't think ESA is going to want to turn down that money next year, but I do think they need to change the show to accommodate...
1: A general public. So
0: Gamescom out in Germany has it where there's like a media day, where it's like here's a media day and here's like an appointment only day where you Mm -hmm. need to have an appointment with these devs and have sit-downs and do your work, essentially. And then there's a general public day, or the following days are general public after the fact. I think E3 needs to adopt that. Mm. They need to like go away from this notion of like trying to just let's just throw everybody in there because it sucked there's like five to six hour lines Shit. to play a fucking game like that's not set up for that man no it's just it doesn't feel it's like you had too many people for what you're trying to do so i don't think they i don't think e3 is going to go away
1: that's been around for quite a few years at this point
0: it's been around forever yeah and there isn't really anything else in north america like it unless one of the paxes wants to take on the responsibility of becoming this huge video game showcase rather than what they are now i don't think they i don't know if they want to do that shit you know uh so they could essentially but it would be like what's really the point yeah and we
1: already have so many showcases as it is intermediary ones this big one, right
0: I don't know. They so. just need to figure
1: out how it works. Like they have things to look at. They have Microsoft conferences. They have Nintendo conferences. They have uh, PSX even. So look at how that works. Like figure out those numbers. I, I know E three is a way bigger call. Like in the sort of housing they have to do for it's bigger. But you can make it work. It's mm-hmm. like you said, just divide it by the days. Have media one day. Have uh, general another day. Yeah, just so.
0: you got to change the program to make that work uh, because like it's a it's a living hell for the people actually trying right. to do their job. And then it just doesn't seem very catered to. If, like, if I bought a pass and walked in there and was, like, okay, I'm treated to uh, kind of a passive aggression from the people working these booths because mm-hmm. they, I'm not important to them. Like, they're not, they're not here for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, then uh, I'm just running into, like, lines and lines and lines and lines and lines and lines. And it's, like, fuck, this isn't, what did I pay for? Yeah, exactly. You know? Uh I feel like shows like PSX have it more together because it's like it's a smaller scope mm-hmm. and they can fit people and it has room to grow. And I mm-hmm. feel like maybe E3 doesn't have room to grow at that venue. Probably not. But they've been doing it there forever. In LA. So I don't know. Maybe that might be the big change that they need to make to make that show. like. Mm-hmm. Maybe they start doing it at the Anaheim mm-hmm. uh, Convention Center. Or both have it like split up between yeah. different theaters. I don't even know venues. if the Anaheim Convention Center is bigger though. Mm-hmm. I forget. <laughs> so... Well, whatever. That's that's it as a show. Yeah. So hopefully they can bang out those kinks, because I, as it goes, like, I would love to go to E3, but I definitely probably wouldn't want to go as an attendee. I would want to go as press. Like press. yeah. Yeah. I would want to be able to go to, like, these conferences and whatnot, know, mm-hmm. I don't...
1: Because that would make it worth it to you. Right. So.
0: Yeah. Essentially. So. But that about does it. I think so. I don't know. On the E3-a-thon. A lot of cool stuff down on uh,
1: the horizon line, and we'll, we'll see if, like, the rest of the year can deliver and what... 2018 has for us but yeah it's about it I don't have anything to rave about from the conference just kind of stuff that
0: I don't know either like at, like I remember last year uh, especially after the Sony show there were some games that stuck with me mm-hmm. where I was just thinking about like man that's gonna be so fucking cool to get my hands on or, mm-hmm. or like I'm so interested to see more of this game and like this year is kind of like Nothing really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. You already got my Spider-Man juices flowing mm-hmm. last year. It's yeah. it's weird to like go in for a double. Exactly. You know, and then God of War, same thing. I'm already know. raging with Kratos. I've been there, you know. Yeah, it, it just kind of eh, okay.
1: So, it'll be good because I know these games can at least deliver, but it's just gonna take some time to get them in our hands. So,
0: which is fine. Yeah. I I can wait in that regard as long as like stuff is coming out to keep me yeah. preoccupied. It seems like we're hitting like another drought though this summer drought. Releases have slowed down a bit. Yeah. The last major release was like Injustice 2.
1: That was like, what, end of that was May? end of May. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What has come out so far? Yeah.
1: Nothing that I can recall. Yeah, no, no big <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, no, no showstoppers right now. Mm. Yeah, we're waiting until August, basically. Yeah. We'll
1: see. I mean, it'll give us time to catch up through our backlog and maybe touch our Switches again, so.
0: Oh, I want to touch my Switch all day. Yeah. Well, with that, this has been The Save Room. We appreciate your ears. I've been Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Save Room Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on SoundCloud, if you give us a nice little heart on there, if you liked what you heard, it helps. Yeah. Every little heart helps. SoundCloud uh, calls us and congratulates us, and yeah. they uh, they feed us sometimes. They're like, here's a Hot Pockets coming in the mail.
1: No, it's like, here's your hundred tenth of a penny. Here's your
0: hundred tenth of a penny.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, no. uh, Like us. Share us. uh, Come at us. Tell us what you liked about E3. What you hated about it. What could they do better for next year. uh, Or even what you're excited about, you know?
0: And sorry if this... Went on a bit long. There was a lot to cover. It was E3, in fact. It's true. Got to cover uh, all three of the E's. I, we actually recorded this after uh, the podcast is done, so we're 12 hours in. So I know this is a lot of uh, uh, E3 to sift through. Not as long as the State of k 2 trailer, but uh, there, there was a lot of E3 talk to get through. So we we uh, appreciate your fortitude, mm-hmm. mental and physical. Yeah. Uh, until next time, friends, remember to save your game. He just nodded.